cheers to episode 119. Good for you, Alex. Good for you. It's been a while for me on this show. Coffee. I have a fine pilsner. I'm drinking water. Alex has a Miller Lite. I like how you said that, Alex. Yeah, a, f- a fine pilsner. It's what it says on the can. I don't like how you said that either. Sounds it's what it says, Grant. It says on the can, a fine pilsner beer. So you gave up on Bud Light too? Uh, I haven't drank Bud Light in quite some time due to acid reflux. Right. You're out on it for different reasons. Correct. Mm. Okay. Welcome into the number one sports show in the state of Michigan, now with a video version. Assuming that this <laughs> Yeah. Assuming that this software holds up today. I we're on the free trial plan, like free version. And I think that's all we need. Not to get into the weeds, but there's a chance when we're done with this, it's like ah, we were on a video week. <laughs> but we'll see. Today is Monday. May 1st, 2023, it is a little bit after 5 p.m., 5.02 p.m., um, and the Detroit Lions had a very polarizing draft, mm-hmm. and Evan setting you up here for your classic thing. Take it away. I wanted to see what he would do. Classic thing on Monday. <laughs> You've done it like the last three episodes, but today's finally the day. Oh, it's gonna be May. Yeah, there it is. It's it is May. finally May. Which what is that a Backstreet Boys song? Yes. I don't even know what you're talking about. You've never heard. There's that? a song by the Backstreet Boys. Like I didn't Justin know it was. Oh yeah, it is. In sync, actually. See, hmm. don't know our boy bands. Oops, people are gonna, people are gonna be mad that I don't know that. It's gonna be. Oh yeah, yeah. FYI, that reminds me. Um, everyone can blame Grant for this crappy weather in the state of Michigan. Still, we can blame him. It's beautiful here. What are you talking about? I had a couple snowflakes today. (laughs) That's why I was confused that you guys were like, we can do Monday because it's fifty-six degrees and balmy sun here. Well, we're not even getting that tomorrow, Grant. It's gonna be a high of like forty and windy tomorrow. So our theory about. Well, yesterday it was really windy, so maybe we're two days behind weather coming mm-hmm. your way. Wednesday's supposed to be okay, I think. Not to rub it in, but this would be a fantastic night to golf in Minnesota. I hope it snows and you get 14 inches tomorrow. The UP has snow. Shout out to Munising. Saw a picture yeah, today. Portions are getting two feet today. That's there's some spots in the UP. I'm, I'm not saying that's one of them, but I saw some spots in the UP were getting two feet of snow today. It's gonna be May. Imagine May first. It's me. They say me, me. but you've never heard it though, because you're. No, I no. have, because no. he just says it weird. Yes, I have. No, you guys just saying it so bad, I couldn't understand what you're talking about. Name five in sync songs. No. I can't. Name three. I don't think I can. Hollaback girl. That's Gwen Stefani. Yeah, I'm just testing you. <laughs> I fully believe you. <laughs> What's on this show today? Well, weekly recaps, as always. We're going to talk about the Detroit Lions. A lot of things happened over this weekend for the Detroit Lions. I don't think any single person that's a fan of the team watched the draft and just had like a a ho-hum opinion on it. You were either all against it or you were very for it because of the massive um, 
movement of people that were against it. Like people dug in their heels and found ways to support it. I don't think anyone's just like, yeah, they did the draft this weekend. We'll talk all about that. DeAndre Swift's no longer a line as well. Then we'll move into Michigan State football as we talk to our two correspondents on the show to see if the sky is burning in East Lansing. And we have a guest on, a.k.a. Evan, who's the number one Peyton Thorne fan in probably the country. So it's going to be very exciting to talk to him about what happened over the weekend. Uh, it's a serious matter. Stop laughing, Grant. Um, before we get to all that, let's start with weekly recaps. As always, Alex, what did you do since we last recorded? Well, um, some some people came over for the draft on Thursday. Okay. Uh, Evan included. No live stream. Nope. No live stream. Um your what, fault. What are you it's pointing your fault. There was fans disappointed. Yeah, you've you've only said that like thirty six <laughs> times. Your fault. So I got it. I'll take it. I didn't want to do it. Fans Blame me. Fans need to know whose fault it was. All three people that really wanted it. I'm sorry. I've already apologized to them. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so we watched the draft. Uh, before that, went to Buffalo Wild Wings. Got there two hours before the draft. So we're like, oh yeah, we'll have plenty of time. Only person who could not make Buffalo Wild Wings was Evan, due to, I'm assuming, baseball. Right. We ordered our food probably within 10 minutes of being there. Did not get our food for a good hour and a half. Frickers clears. Um, so we got, we got our food, took two bites, got boxes, and left. Try to get back in time for Evan, take who's Grant, sat in the parking lot for two picks. Take two bites. <laughs> no, Evan, we requested the bill the second our food came. Not everybody returned back to the apartment with a box. So how did they only take two bites? Listen, if they ate their food in the time between the guy, <laughs> hot the guy take, got Grant, slow. hot take. It was like the Patrick I'm, Star. I'm telling you like right now. Vacuuming in the cookies. Like we got our house. bills the second our food came. Or asked for it. I wouldn't say yeah. we got it at the same time. But sure. Okay, you can ask. The people were there. Um. So did that, got back by pick two and a half. So two just happened. We were there before pick three. You saw the trade? No. No. You missed we saw the trade while we were walking up, waiting for somebody one. to plug in that code to get in. Because Evan, who's been here 36 times, can still not remember. Yeah, it's not my apartment. I don't even remember it's a code. code. Well, then don't blame others. For just a common courtesy, the just to, uh, you know, just... Just Crazy. want somebody in when they get arrive at your place. I'm picturing you guys trying to get in the door, and then you just found out that Nick Casario jumped up to three, and you're like, we missed everything. Well, I had to go back to my car to get my Buffalo Wild Wings that I did not eat, Evan. Anyways, did that. <laughs> Good time. Um, Evan, please, in your recap, discuss the baked Alaska that you were a hater about. I never said I was a hater. I didn't know what was on, what was burnt on it. And you were a I hater too. Been, you were trying to pawn it off Alaska. on everyone. And you were like, "No, dude, I don't want to eat that. I no, wanted, dude, that's I wanted, gross. I want ice cream. Yes. I want ice cream." You, you didn't, didn't even. You turns didn't even out, want it. No, I didn't. The only reason you ate it is because I, I ate it. it. It feels like, Evan, you just keep spinning things off on me. Because, okay. You didn't want the baked Alaska, and then you enjoyed if you, it. If I never grabbed it, you would have never ate any of it. Potentially. No, we, we'll you know, know we will know because it's set in your freezer for five days. 
Three. Five. Four. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You ate it on Thursday. Four. Anyways. Uh, so that was that was good. And then Friday, um, two people stayed from Thursday all the way in through Friday. Ben and Cody, casual listeners. And we watched the second round and then went to Ye Old Saloon. Uh, hadn't been there before. Good. Yeah, I would say it was like a Mux Royal Oak version. Mechanical Bull. Oh, no. No. Pool, darts, and shuffleboard. Moondogs. Um, Uber driver on the way there was a QAnon, I think. Um, had some hot takes, including Dwayne the Dr- Rock Johnson drinks satanic blood and, and now has dementia. She put the heat to 95 degrees, wore a winter coat and a stocking cap, and it was 56 degrees outside. Thought we were going to die, but we survived. Very, very strange Uber interaction. She did not get five stars, in case anyone was wondering. So she thinks that Dwayne's idea to join the XFL leadership was a bad idea because he's out of his mind. She thinks all celebrities drink satanic blood and that Tom Hanks touches little boys. Who do you think is the most likely celebrity to actually drink blood? I mean, off the top of my head, Grant, how would I answer that question? There's a lot of celebrities. Yeah. Nick Cage. That's a good answer. Thank you. Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a lot of health stuff. I'll go Grant? Elon. Oh, that's, that's a good one. Solid. How's he so smart? Solid. Or is he smart? Next uh, episode, we'll debate. <laughs> um, And then Saturday, I played golf. The same we should people. get that driver on the podcast. That would be electric. <laughs> That's not. That's not. Saturday played golf. Oh, so the weather was nice. Yeah. Take it back. Wasn't great. It was like <laughs> 55, cloudy, no sunshine. It was fine. Course was pretty hard, but it's good. And then Saturday night, uh, we celebrated uh, Mr. Cheddar's 21st birthday. Nice. And nothing crazy memorable that I can remember other than Burger King at 3 a.m. door dashed. No. Not by me. Trust me, I didn't eat that. But who ate it? <laughs> uh, Ryan Jason. Dude, there's so many things about that sentence. Is one, why Burger King? Two, what, how's it open at 3 a.m. on DoorDash? It, trust me, I was, when someone told me they ordered it, I was like, you better cancel that. Like they pulled yeah. up to your apartment at 3 in the morning. I guess. I, went, was like, I wasn't going to wait up to see. And then um, we went to Evan's favorite place Sunday morning, Nikki D's. Some breakfast. But it was like 11, so it wasn't really breakfast by that point. But Who won golf on Saturday? Cody. Cody's soft. He's like Hot take, Alex said Cody's too good at golf. He's upset everything. now. I'm not oh, upset, yeah, Evan. It's not know. what you said. It's how you said it, Alex. Evan, oh, there's so many spins no. you keep pulling no, off no, on no, me. No. You say I'm the one who blames everyone? No, you that just, was a quote. Grant, that is right a now. quote from Alex. Quote. It's... it's 
Cody is just too good now. It well, is true. He's too good for his own good. Oh, wow. <laughs> what does that That's even mean? even worse than what I said. I just, I'm just quoting what came out of your mouth. <laughs> How is it? I mean, Evan, I can quote what you said. How is he too I can good give, for his own good? According to Evan, direct quote from Evan, he's too good and he thinks he can pull off crazy shots that he can't. No, he gets too <laughs> cocky in moments when he shouldn't. He could shoot even better if he, got, he doesn't get too cocky. <laughs> Well, like you're saying, if Cody is faced with like a simple bump and run chip, he wants to flop at 50 feet high. No, like he's two under going through. Is. This is two Evan's under, standing on five C box at Raisin Valley. Is and this a real number, scenario? This is exactly what happened last time I played with him. Two under, sitting on five C box, and he's trying to hit this magical draw over the trees to land it on the green. <laughs> Hits a tree, goes due left, and like he has to drop and gets like a bogey on it. Like, or you could just like lay up or hit a regular. Two iron hybrid, get it over the pond, chip putt, get par, move on. High risk, high reward. <laughs> so that's he did make a quad on a and Alex so laughed at him. Human quote from Alex. I did. I made double, but I was happy. <laughs> I was like, ah, Cody is human. Did you guys go to that uh, links at Crystal Lake? No, played West Wind. It's very hard. I, we were talking about it middle of the round. We're like, imagine if some of our friends that aren't good at golf played here. How would oh, they my do? My name got brought up, didn't it? No yeah, one said name specifically except Grant. Yeah. It was on the tip of their tongue. We wonder. We played the tips as well. Just so Grant, we're just thinking, you know. Well, I don't play tips. That's just not um, my game. You know driver, um, and you're just in general bad golf mm. game. We think you would have shot a pretty bad number. But new shoes, so there's so much more torque I can yeah. do now. That probably drops All his kettlebell workouts, man, he definitely had at least 25 yards on his drive. <laughs> that he doesn't do? He just sends pictures of no, the dude, he, he does? <laughs> this past week, I didn't work out a lick. I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, that was my weekend. And week, I guess. I don't think I did anything during the week. Evan, what'd you well, do? I had a very busy week. You had baked Alaska. I baked Alaska. <laughs> um, let's see. Wednesday, Wednesday had a game. Did not go well. Um, in Ann Arbor. Sorry, I played a little bit. Had had some quality moments, I should say. Not all negatives. There were some positives. And then... Can we just actually have and start with the Saturday negatives from baseball? Your rant was really, really good stuff when you walked in. Oh, I was keeping the moment, man. I was in the bad place i needed a beer i went and bought taco bell just just disgusting moment that was pretty good to me no bush alice didn't have any bush light had to open up a miller light so i'm sitting there complaining all sweaty gross Grant, you know that dirt like the dust from like baseball fields that you get and it just like sticks on you that's how i felt Mm -hmm. that's how i felt it was all over me Mm. muddy and i just disappointing just disappointing and i Disappointing games. You're not going to say what happened. What What do you mean? You don't want to call any 12 year olds out. They're 13. I, mean, I already told them to their face after the game. <laughs> I can cut it. It's not bad. I mean, just, just had just one had a one one lead going into the last inning in the first game. Bases were loaded, one out, fly ball to shallow center field. Center fielder caught it, put his head down, thinking there was two outs, and we got the third out. Nope, winning runs tagging, scored, ball game over. We lost by one. I mean, 
What do we expect, though? These kids grow up watching Tigers baseball. They don't know what good baseball looks like in their state. That's just what they see Javi Baez doing. Like, this is what the Greg, I, I will bring that up tomorrow at practice. Like, guys, we need to stop watching Tiger baseball. Start watching, like, the Dodgers or the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Just watch the Rays. They're fundamentally sound, under-the-radar guys. Be the next Randy or Rosarina. Stop watching Javier Baez. And then second game. Oh, he's been playing really Hey, but shout later. out that same center True. fielder that made the mistake. Pitched six innings of phenomenal baseball in the second game. So he made up for it. Um, left the bases loaded in the sixth and seventh inning to tie the game. Did Tiny not win. We tied. Yeah. So we were 0-1-1. Turn around. Had to play at 8 a.m. on Sunday. Downpour rained Saturday night all the way. There was a break somewhere in Sunday morning. It was raining nonstop Sunday morning. I'm communicating with the tournament director like, hey, like cancel it or do something. Like don't wait until 7 a.m. when my team has to show up at 7.15 for warm-ups. Nope. Mute. Oh, yeah. We didn't find out that the game was pushed push back for two hours until we were rolling into the parking lot. So my entire team had to travel up there at 6 a.m., leave by 6 a.m. Then we waited around for an hour and a half. Fields were completely flooded. Tournament director's nowhere to be found, not responding to anybody. So the other Who's that Nicky's? <laughs> the other coach um reached out to me. I found him. And uh and we just like we just canceled. I said, I'm not playing. I'm going home. Do you guys hear that? I don't know. <laughs> sounded like someone playing like, like an old school cell phone yeah, it definitely was yeah. um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then yeah then I went back and uh, Sunday had uh, breakfast with the guys since it was only 9.30 and I've been up since 6 um, how much sleep yeah, did three you hours, have? solid 3 hours of sleep Oh, about Thursday night. I had a solid three and a half hours of sleep. Hmm. You probably caught up by now. I don't know yet. Um, you can't catch up on sleep. Yeah, it's it, correct. What, what would you I rather do? That. Hang out with friends or like lose a couple hours on sleep? I'd rather hang out with friends. It's a good answer. But like, you don't want to be that guy and be like, answer. "Oh, I can't hang out because oh, what is your only like reason?" That. Oh, I I want to sleep. You want to no. sleep. Alex has done his entire life, actually. I mean, Evan did it like a month ago when I asked if he wanted to play pickup basketball, and he said, "No." I'm not going to drive to Sling to play pickup basketball. I'm not doing that. No, 100 percent honesty, I'm not doing that. Fair. My whole life—that's absurd. Don't. Yeah, don't like, be ridiculous. the amount of times you've been like, "Oh, I got work," or "I got something next morning," it's like Alex. You guys wanted me. The, the real, the only time that this happened is when you guys all went to the beach bar and you wanted me to go and I had to work in the morning and no one else did and go to the bar and then go yeah, to work. Exactly. Yeah, you should have. Um, yeah, maybe looking back. So Alex, you know Thursday that was it a draft night. Here. Oh, so I hate the drive home from Birmingham. I just hate it. Just, just because like traffic and everything. It's just Too 94 and there's always construction. There's just not terrible not drivers. Easy. So... Get off on Willis Road exit off of 23. There's that BP gas station right there. I stopped to fill up. Mm -hmm. Never stopped that. Stopped to fill up. I'm about an empty. Gas light came on. I was like, oh, no problem. Filling up. 
just started pumping gas. I hear some commotion behind me. I turn around, two cars pull in right next to the pumps. Not thinking anything of it. You know, one's on one side, one's on the other. Then I hear a car door slam. Instantly turn around. And there is a woman letting the other driver have it. I'm saying, saying every word under the sun to this other driver. I'm guessing there was a little, little rubbing because you ain't racing. Um, I see the so the passenger's the one that's screaming at the other car. The driver's just sitting there, just oh my gosh, like about to cry because she's looking at her car. And deal, and I just I knew where it was gonna go, and I didn't want to be a part of it. So I stopped pumping gas and got back in my car while watching what was going down. And so obviously I rolled down the windows to get a better look while I'm pulling out. The girl that was in the passenger that flipped out had the other driver in a chokehold, was strangling her. (laughs) (laughs) Swear my life. It got broken up by like. How did this not get brought up when I saw you on Saturday? It got broken up. Um. By somebody else, and I turned around and I I drove off, and I was like, "Well, not I'm not part of this." I had a little self guilt. I was like, "I should have done something. Should have maybe called the cops." Well, you didn't want to get put in a choke. I wasn't gonna confront them. Hell no. Hell no. So I was not getting in it, and I drove off, and I was like, "Well." She walked over there and said, "Ladies, I know the Gibbs pick was controversial, (laughs) but let's please." Yeah, so uh, if you see a report that happened on Willis Road at the gas station, I witnessed it. You didn't do anything about scene. it. In fact, Evan, you were the one who put someone. In the <laughs> I might, I might get a phone call tomorrow. Uh, that was probably the highlight, and I just could not believe it for like the next like thirty minutes. What I witnessed, I was like, "What are the chances?" But we learn from it. And we move on. And I treat it like, well, never happened. Fair. Very nice. Um, it's up to me. Yeah, you're yeah, excited. What'd you do, Grant? Something exciting for once? I didn't do anything. I just Ooh. worked all week. Raising canes again. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. What'd Saturday you get? Night. How much you spend? My typical order is about like seventeen fifty. Uh, sometimes I run up to 18 for like the kids' hospital, whatever it asked me to do. On the time. Just crazy was, to think. Like seven years ago, I feel like that order was like $9. It, inflation's crazy. It's the same order I've always gotten. It's just up to like $18 now. Well, That's absurd. I have been adding in the Cinnabon Deluxe. Oh. <laughs> which, it's only two? Aren't they tiny? You can do six or two. They're like donut like, holes. Oh, I'll definitely get the six. So, so like two cream, like though. little tiny ones. They're solid size donuts. Yeah, holes. it's the perfect like. like it's the perfect Timbits. like. They're bigger the than Timbits. Like, I would say they're tiny bit bigger than Timbits. Yeah, and they're filled. So with I mean, you've had. Dense. I had them like when they first came out, like six years ago. Yes. So good. They've probably gotten better now. Mm, I do recall they were very satisfying. But first time I had them. Number seven meal, <laughs> large Baja Blast. What is the number seven? Um, Cinnabon Delight. Take a quesadilla. Alex, how did you know that? Um, Cinnabon Delight pack. I know oh, the whole menu by heart. I really only know that that meal, and then Crunchwrap Supreme substitute with chicken. No That's tomato. a number four. In case anyone cares, yeah. Crunchwrap Supreme meal is a number four, Alex. I believe so. You can fact no, check I don't need that to. though. 
I either get that every time, or I substitute the Crunchwrap with the cheesy gordita crunch. Um, but Crunchwrap, I go if I'm feeling more hungry, and I was very hungry. I actually, the first time I ate all the Taco Bell in one sitting and didn't feel like shit afterwards, I still felt like normal because of how hungry I was. Wow. Speaking yes. of that, Cody, Ben, and I ordered $53 worth of Taco Bell after mm. golf. Where'd you eat it at? That's impressive. Um, we pulled into a parking lot and got after it. That's dirty. <laughs> I don't like that one bit. <laughs> well, I was driving. It was like 28 minutes, and I was like, I can't just watch them eat. So I'm going to have to just pull over and eat this. Yeah, that's $17 per person. So you guys must have had similar orders. Yeah, almost the exact same thing you said. And they even gave us a free $5 box for just being loyal Taco Bell guys. Like, you know, those meal boxes? Yeah. Yeah. I got a free red velvet cookie today from Mm. Jimmy John's. How was it? I haven't had it yet. Easy on the pod. I ordered a fudge brownie. The new fudge brownie. Jimmy John's new fudge brownies? Yeah. like I'll be looking into this right now. And it was... <laughs> it was not freaky fast, so I think they gave me red velvet for New my weight. Fudge chocolate brownie order now for your weight. W e i g h t. That as well. Yeah, it's good. It's for it's good. Let's see what it's all. Let's see what this is good. It's, it's good. <laughs> I had a totally tuna sub today. It was that was awesome. The last In the office. No, I worked from home today. I was gonna say you stunk up the place <laughs> with your tuna. It was good. There was so much tuna in there. It's crazy. It's the most tuna I've ever had in sitting. How much? Like almost too much your mouth couldn't handle it. was overflowing. Yeah, it was falling out of the sub and I had to scoop it up with my barbecue chips. Oh, dirty boy. <laughs> What's okay? Get your heads on right, guys. I also I went to uh, a store I got new cologne. How long did you get? For what? All the people you see? It's called John. Yeah, I've never been a cologne guy. I don't think I've ever ordered cologne. I don't think I've ever owned possessed cologne. I'll tell you what. I've never bought it myself. What's it called? John Varvados Artesian Teal. It's like a it's like a teal color. Varvaro? Varvados. I'm totally butchering this. Cologne is also stupid expensive. It's American designer. Not hmm. Not oh, stupid, God. but it's pricey. This was actually one of the cheaper bottles. It was like 75 bucks, I think. It'll last probably at least over a Jesus. year or two. It's a lot. Depends on how often you wear it. But like, I started to get a headache because I was sniffing all the samples. <laughs> and I must have been sniffing for like 15 minutes. And it all went. It's kind of a crazy process. Break a high by sniffing. So, for backstory, I went to uh, it's called the store's Ulta Beauty. Uh, the female listeners will know more, but they have men's cologne. And you have. Um, like these little sample pieces of paper, you spray the cologne on. So you spray it on something, wave it, and then you can sniff it. And then they have these little um, circles with holes at the top, almost like a salt shaker um, with coffee beans in the middle in it. So you sniff the coffee bean to like reset reset your nose. Because if you just sniff a bunch of colognes in a row, you're going to be like, I don't know which one was which because they all kind of blend yeah, yeah, your I, nose. There's no way I'm, sniff I'm, I, I can do that. That's such a long bean. process. It only took like 10 Minutes you just said you fast. sniffed for 15 minutes. 10 to 15. I went fast and because I, I don't love cologne. It just has to be the right scent. And this one was the right scent. It was a lot lighter than some of the, I don't really like pine and like wood and like the dark ones. I like the lighter scents. So I went with that. Do you guys remember 
in magazines. They had yeah. like the peel and scratch colognes or something. Yeah, those are awesome. You just rub magazine on your shirt. All right, should we talk about the Lions draft or what? <laughs> the pick is in. Yeah. Dude, Evan's pissed. <laughs> should we do with the classic? Give your draft grade, Evan. My draft grade is a low B minus. Oh, what was your draft minus? grade Friday Friday morning? Friday morning was probably a D yeah. plus. Uh, so I assumed on Friday you're feeling pretty bad. I like stirring the pot and you're easily right rattled. Um. No, I laughed tremendously. I thought it was hilarious. I had one you of the best how worked up the group chat was. Yeah. yeah, I laughed out loud <laughs> to that. Um, yeah, so I would say it was I read a it to several people. D plus Friday morning. D plus on my way home from Thursday. Um, and then I would say it's a B minus now. Alex? B plus. I B plus. Well, you're cheating off each other. Of course, you copy everything I do. I was originally at a B. Oh, yep. And then you had to copy me. Then I bumped it to a B plus yesterday when I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm going to go B plus. Um, it was wild. It was stunning. No doubt, stunning. First round was stunning. It's the only word I can think of. My jaw dropped. Shocked. Mm -hmm. Surprised. Did not see it coming for multiple reasons. Um, your guys is we know Evan in the moment that was a little teaser. He was he was doomsday. Was it kind of like the JMO pick where Alex was like all in telling everyone this guy's awesome, and then Evan was like, "No, this is not what we need." Similar. I could but every it. but everyone was mad about it except it wasn't just me that was cool with it. Wilkins was also cool with it. Botcher didn't say anything, but I think he was okay with it. Evan, Evan wasn't the most doomsday. Ben, I mean ben. was the most doomsday. Ben, Ben was. We'll get to ben, Ben left his voice. But we'll get to his voice. Now. He was whew, mad. Just like why? Yeah, it felt like then it felt personal. If we talked to him, he would be mad. <laughs> it's just there's some things I think I'm gonna take away from this draft. Is like try to not take other people's big boards and mock drafts as the Bible going in. Cause it kind of skews how you view what your team does. If like you didn't, we never once thought Jameer Gibbs would be a lion based on where he was slated to go and what kind of picks we had in our possession. So no one even really considered he'd be a lion, I would say. And that's what was so surprising. Agreed. Same I did like him, but really. I didn't think ever he was like a possibility. It, for me personally, I didn't – like I knew of him. We watched a lot of college football, but Alabama wasn't Alabama of years past. So we never – like I didn't really watch much of the Sugar Bowl. I usually watched the big bowl games, but they weren't in a big one. Like if he had played in the college football playoff, I think I would have had a better feeling about it. But I didn't really start to fall in love with him more. And so I started watching like there's a 22-minute YouTube highlight video going from his first year at Georgia Tech to through Alabama. And I watched that and I was like, okay. I really like this guy a lot. Um, I, I still understand people that are doing the positional value thing because it is it is aggressive and not what anyone else does. But as a player, I really like him, and I'm excited that he's on our team. Agreed. But I was cool with it in the moment. But I'm fall for the flash guy, so it wasn't 
hard for me to get on board. My thought process was if everyone was cool with Bijan at six, which not everyone was, then I'm okay with Jameer at 12. Turns out Brad Holmes was good with Gibbs at six. Like that was what yeah, you could do that. Cardinals bailed us out in a sense. That would have been really throwing positional value out of the window. I think we can all start to piece it together. Um, Albert Brewer had a really good article today. He talked about inside knowledge that he had been hearing from Arizona and Lions, how it went down. Was that Witherspoon and Anderson were our two guys that we would have taken ahead of Gibbs. Um, and De- Devin Witherspoon going five kind of shocked everyone as well. Because again, kind of crazy to think about that no one mocked him to the Seahawks. Because I guess they haven't drafted a cornerback in the first round in like a decade. So I guess that makes sense. But then he went, and then I think we were just like, well, Gibbs is next. We're just going to take him here. But luckily, they were able to get out of that and move six stocks back. The trade in itself was awesome. I thought it was a great trade. I was telling you guys on our mock draft, I wanted to bail out of there if Witherspoon or – even if Witherspoon was there, I probably would have bailed out. I just didn't think we needed a CB that high. It is clear, though, we would have taken him, though. Yeah. From what – if – yeah, the leaks – I mean, that's what reports. we all thought leading up. Yeah, and then – it's their plan was then to trade back up to get Gibbs later in the first. So your first round would have been Witherspoon and Gibbs, and then they would have prayed they could get Campbell later. So that's kind of the different scenarios. I'm thinking, Evan, I know your your issues with it. What's your big picture mindset of why you're little – you like the players you told us, but with how the order went or just kind of how it shaped and out? I think it's – I fell in love with other players, other positions of needs, I guess, in our eyes. Obviously, Brad and Dan don't think some positions are needs according to what media or analysts say on TV or whatnot. Um, I just – now with drafting a running back at 12, you assume that he gets to a second contract now. He has a fifth-year option, but if you're investing that much capital into a running back who is – now, he could start running back, but he's not going to be the bell cow. He's not getting every handoff. He's not playing every three downs. Dave Montgomery, who you invested a good chunk of money in as a running back, a three-year contract, about six year, six a year. So now you know Jameer Gibbs is, I want to say part-time, but you know splitting carries in the backfield. I think you said it a little bit, Grant, and – in our group chat that we drafted two positions that aren't really valued anymore in the NFL as a whole. The run, you, you see players or running backs get a big contract and then they phase out because running back their average lifespan is three years in the NFL. My whole thing is it's two positions that gather impact positions, but I like other players on the board, and I think the team could have used a couple other positions. Who? I mean, I would have stayed at six and drafted Jalen Carter. Um, Which we did in our mock. I think Nolan Smith is more talented than Jack Campbell. Obviously, we went middle linebacker instead of outside linebacker. Um, Now there's rumors out there that Jack Campbell is going to do some pass rushing, edge rushing, stand-up, edge rusher in some formations. Um, 
but he only rushed the quarterback 14% of his snaps at Iowa, and he played like oh, just about every single snap at Iowa. So tape's not really there to prove it. Um, I think the defense needed more speed collectively, and Jack Campbell isn't blowing away with speed. He's a four six five guy. He's more of an in-between-the-tackles, and I don't really think his pass coverage fits our pass coverage scheme. So it's here and there. I, I like Jack Campbell, and I, like you said, I, I like both of the prospects. Is just that high up on the board. I'm looking at interior offensive linemen. I'm looking at edge rushers and like impact players that the NFL prioritizes now. Defensive backs. Yeah, I'm. I'm also surprised too, based on what we did in free agency, that these are the two guys we landed. Because I think. I cut the clip. I haven't posted it yet, but we talked about Jack Campbell because I said he was one of my guys. So I'm obviously happy we got him, but we were like, oh, linebackers kind of have a future need now because we gave a decent chunk of money to Anzalone, which we all on this show didn't love, but we did it. So it's like, all right, he's our middle linebacker. And then you invest in that. And then same with like not paying running backs. We got rid of Jamal, but then paid David and we had Swift that we thought we'd just ride out that last year for this year. And then they're like, oh, no, we're actually going to draft this kid we're in love with at 12. That was kind of crazy. The point where I gave it a B plus because, like Evan said, I wanted us to address the edge and defensive line situation. Um, I'm curious to see how this shapes out because, obviously, the regime has a lot of faith in these guys that are coming back from injuries. Um, Pascal, Aquara, um, could we resign Kaminsky, Anzarecki? Like, they have faith in those guys. I'm not saying I'm there yet. I need to see it with my eyes um, because the guys I wrote down, because I think Alex, it's a good question. Cause you see a lot of people be like, Oh, take that position. Well, like who, like you said, who are you taking? Like, I need a name. You can't just be like, take an edge guy just because he's an edge guy. Like I didn't love miles Murphy. So like, I'm taking, take I'm taking Tyree Murphy. Smith, Tyree Wilson at six. Mm, yeah, he was there. Um, I had, for 12, I'm because I, I like the trade. So at 12, like you have Lucas Van Ness on the board, you went a pick after. You had Cansey at 19, who went after Campbell, and you had Nolan Smith at 30. Those are three guys I'm going to have my eye on because I thought they could help the, the Lions in that defensive line edge room. But then here's my other theory because I was trying to think of both sides, trying to think how our regime's thinking. My theory is that. One, they have okay faith in the current edge and D-line depth. And if those guys do pan out how they think, like if Pascal looks like a second-round pick, we do have solid guys, James Houston as well. I think they believe they made the secondary so good in the offseason that it's going to elevate the edge and D-line group. That's my working theory, is that they think they made our secondary so good that it's going to buy those guys an extra second and a half to get to the quarterback, and it's going to elevate all of them, which I can accept – in theory, we'll see how it plays out. But that's the biggest reason for me thinking that we didn't address edge or D-line that much. Um, because on paper, I think we have a top five secondary in the NFL. And I don't think it's up for debate. Like, I think we're that good. Doof. Without having seen any of them play together, I think they're top five on paper going into the year, especially adding Brian Branch. Like, I think they're just a bunch of dudes. Depending on the health of... Mostly, I guess, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to declare them top five, but if you want to, I don't have a problem with it. I like it. Um, Your thoughts on Edge DL situation, Alex? I feel like that's... 
Yeah, for me, it was always just not a no on Jalen Carter. So I agree. I wanted to trade out of six. I wouldn't have taken Carter. So I didn't have any problem with that. I can see the disappointment of not drafting Tyree Wilson. People liked him a lot. Mocked as high as two. But at the same time, I'm not going to. I'm not saying I should. you should blindly follow Brad and Dan and just accept whatever they do. But at the same time, they haven't really done anything in the draft, at least, that I'm like, oh, yeah, every pick we make is probably a bad one. So I'm just not going to question it too much until I see it. Um, I like the guys we got, though. I mean, if you told the fan base four months ago before the all this process started that we got the best linebacker in the draft – I don't think people would have been upset. So you're so, on him over Drew Sanders now? Well, I wanted us to draft both. <laughs> Just have both. But uh, yeah, no, I I didn't know I that, that much about draft. it. I remember that mock draft we did. I didn't know as much about Jack Campbell as I did about Drew Sanders. But yeah, no, I'm all in on him now. Big football guy. Just reminds me of Dan Campbell. Linebacker version. So yeah, I think I think they'll both fit. My only head scratcher in the draft was trading a gajillion picks to go up in the third round and take a guy I've never heard of. But yeah, that's the only reason I wouldn't give it an A minus or an A because I, I don't I'll, know what that pick was. Yeah, I'll get that. I I have in my notes to go like just player by player quickly. Have any thoughts on them? Um, but still, big picture. Another theory I had coming out of this draft is I feel like we are building a team similar to the 49ers. Um. Stop me if you think that's completely wrong, but I just like the connection of having these weapons around our QB because it kind of dawned on me watching how other teams were drafting that we have to draft a little differently. Like we have to continue to prioritize finding weapons because our quarterback is not a Mahomes and Allen a Burrow. Like we don't have a guy of that caliber. So you have to prioritize drafting weapons almost every year to make sure he still can perform at a high level. Whereas those other teams can just like stock up on secondary and defense players and then go like trade Tyreek Hill and just sign Juju Smith-Suster and go win a Super Bowl. Like we can't do that. We, we would we would not be good. We have to like give Goff like guys that are unreal in space that he can dump down to and let them go work, which has made me accept the draft more once I thought about it that way. Yeah. Like that's why I think you look at the Niners and everyone thinks they're a good organization and they spent so much on Christian McCaffrey when, again, we're told RBs don't matter, but they gave up a lot. And obviously you're not going to sit here and be like Gibbs is going to be him, but that's his comp. If you're taking a guy at 12 in today's NFL is the, the Camaras, the McCaffrey's like you need that level of production if you're going to invest that highly in a guy. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um Dan Campbell, favorite to win coach of the year on odds books. I was looking at odds after the draft. So that's interesting if you like that. And then two guys in the second round that we are, again, talking about reasons it's a B plus is I really wanted BJ Ojolari or Keanu Benton. And that'd be kind of why if we didn't get a Laporta and let's say we got mm. Evans guy Tucker Craft mm. later in the draft, I would have been totally okay with that. Like I wanted that. I thought that. 34th pick was a chance to get Ojolari or Keanu Benton and really help the defensive line. But what we've learned, what they've told us, they're cool with our offensive line or defensive line depth right now, um, at least in theory, because they pass up on a lot of guys that I think I'm assuming they liked at least a little bit. I, obviously, we don't know their big board, but I'm assuming they liked it at least a little bit. So those are some names why it was a B plus. 
let's get into Gibbs for a second here. Um, he was consensus 29 on big boards. We'll just get into Ben's question, I think, because he asked us about a good question about Gibbs. And um, Gibbs isn't going to be the starting running back to do. out of training camp. It's going to be the. Is that a question? No, this is my answer. It's, it's going to be Muhammad Ibrahim. <laughs> that would be You're awesome. That'd be a good problem to have. Bye, Craig Reynolds. <laughs> good. Good riddance. Okay. <laughs> That's mean. Hey, guys. Ben here. Just want to say my immediate reaction was a bit harsh for the Lions draft, but I can at least say I now see the vision of the picks we made. However, I still don't like them. We were the 29th ranked rush defense last year, arguably what kept us out of the playoffs, like the Panthers game, for example. So with that said, was the Gibbs pick too aggressive for what we actually need? Do we have that much faith in Kaminsky, Bugs, and Pascal to return and improve that? Also, what will Gibbs need to do this season to validate this pick? Thanks, guys. It was tough to hear, but... Tough to hear? The gist was... I got um, the gist. I just didn't hear his final question. What does he need to do? Yeah. Uh, what? I can barely hear it. What does Gibbs what need does to do to Gibbs make the need pick? To do? I think what do we need to do? What does Gibbs need to do to justify it? Well, he's he's got to produce. He's got to produce well over DeAndre Swift's totals over the last two years. I know Swift has been injured, but he's got to be a clearly better than what Swift brought to the table. And I thought Swift had some very talented moments over the last couple of years. Um, like the, the commanders game last year, fall down, get it back up score. Like he's got to do that almost at a consistent basis. And so, I mean, it's so hard to predict because he's sharing carries. Like Dave Montgomery, he's going to touch the ball in more ways than just running the ball. I understand that, but I still don't think he's just going to line up in the slot as much as you think he will. I, I think don't he think will. he will that I much. I didn't. What's that much? To for it to be noticeable, he's got to have a thousand five hundred yards from scrimmage, and he's got to be the second lean receiver on our team with eighty catches in year one. That's that's what I expect out the gate. You go look at Alvin Kamara; he caught eighty balls his first four years of that, his career, and he split. But that was that was a that was he's, a deep dunk. Drew Brees' offense. We have a ding dunk. That's what going to be. Yeah, dunk. He's going to line up. He's going to run like a five yard Texas route, and he's going to get fifteen yards. And you're like, Let's but go. Grant, first time, who the Saints have playing wide out? Michael Thomas, an injured Michael Thomas. They were, they were more pass. They were more full. No, it was completely healthy. That was he was prime. Was, that was when they were contending with the Rams. Did they throw fifty the games a game? They average at least forty. He's going. He he has to have like eighty receptions. He'll be second on our team in receptions. It'll be him. It'll be Amon Ra will be one. It'll be um, Jameer Gibbs. It'll be Laporta, and it'll be Jamo because Jamo is sitting out six games, and that will be your four lean reception guys on your team going into the next season. That's what I think. Based him on where we eighty, I don't think Jamo is going to finish fourth, but. That is a lot of catches. It's got to be 80. That's what you you just took the 12th player. I, hey, I'll, I'll support this. You were I mean, I'll six. hold you to that, Sanders, because I, I do not like the pick. Five catches a game. Holy shit. Yes, easy. I don't think our offense can I don't think our offense gonna can need to, He's going to need to touch the ball. I don't think he's our offense need to needs to throw the ball that much. He's going to be touching the ball over 15 to 20 times a game, and five of those need to be catches. 
I guess I'll give him 60 to 65 catches would be a satisfying amount because that's like two and a half catches per game. Kamara's first year, he ran the ball 120 times for 728 yards. He caught the ball 81 times for 826 yards for 1,554 scrimmage yards in 16 games. Right. So you just need him to games. exactly replicate right. you know, what like, Kamara about, did. Like, what, I mean, least he had a Hall of Fame quarterback throwing to him. Yeah. Sean Payton calling like, plays. How he was... I think Ben Johnson can go toe to toe with anybody calling plays in the league. Maybe not Andy Reid. Andy Reid's a dog. Yeah, no, not, not Andy's level. And like, yeah. how how this guy's going to be? Like, oh, I think seventy five percent of these catches are going to be less than ten yards downfield. So you're not asking Goff to like drop balls in a bucket. It's just get the ball in his hands, three yards around the line of scrimmage, and let him make people miss. That's what you have. Like, you have to have that. It's like. You Brad Holmes put it on the table, and it's time to go. Like you're trying to win a playoff game, you're trying to win playoff games multiple because that's why you drafted this guy now to play tomorrow. And like the, I got to do a better job of not overreacting when people play the starter semantics. Is like he may not be on the field for the first play, but this kid better play eighty percent of the snaps. Like I don't. I don't necessarily need him lined up in the backfield, but he needs to be on the field like 70 70 Well, he won't get the, the first handoff every game because Jamal Williams did that last year. So, And that's okay. I just – I don't I need, need him to, to be the starter. I need him to play starter snaps, starter level snaps, and he needs to be out there a lot. Yeah, I mean, hard to argue. That's what I came up with. He doesn't need to win offense rookie of the year because Kamara did, but there's a lot of I sure think he would if he was at that level. Well, they probably give like if Oh, NFC. I mean, that's how it works. NFC, AFC. Well, well, Young, Young's in our conference. So if Young does well, it's a QB award. They try Ah, to give it to those guys. I guess his team's okay. He's six right now in offense. I mean, McCaffrey had plus 900 if you like that kind of thing. 1,100 all-purpose yards, 80 receptions, and two touchdowns, and five receiving touchdowns his rookie year. Who did that? Christian McCaffrey. Oh. So between 1,100 and 1,500 is kind of what I need to say. But 80 80 catches on the dot. Yes, yes. We need 80 catches out of this cat. He needs to be our second lean receiver to the Lions. I think comparing to McCaffrey and Kamara's rookie year is a good – Baseline of what we know for. 12. You pass on Jalen Carter to go get this kid. Well, Jalen Carter is has a... problems. <laughs> so is Jimmy Gibbs. This is a sot. Well, not all. No, actually, he did. He quit no. on his team to transfer to Alabama. What a loser. Oh, no. Sorry. Just like. Well, Evan, I will. All right. Guys. I'm going to. I had. Evan, we know you're not. Going, I'm going. Yeah. You I'm going you to be. War for, I will go to war for Jameer. Um, I did some diving because they're asking him questions about. The press conference. Um, one theme we all know of the Lions is they draft high character guys. The high character nugget on Jameer is he came from a broken family and he was raised by a single grandmother and reported to be like the most humble, hardworking kid in the state that he lived in. So all in on this kid. And so, didn't he transfer yeah. out of Georgia Tech after their coach got fired and they were like one of the worst teams in the country? I don't know. I don't blame him for transferring. I don't go either. Do, go do your thing. But I think he's going to be a dog. So 80... Um, his feet move incredibly fast. When you watch his little feet move around, it looks like Tyreek Hill. I picked up on that. 
Um, his Georgia Tech film, I encourage people to watch because it's equally as awesome. He looks bigger there. Um, I personally want him to be good to prove all the haters wrong that are going to – fan base is just going to be like, oh, I picked him at 12. Um, if he has a bad game one, story. it's going to be a fan base in flames. What people will use against him is he's walking into the league as the fifth highest paid running back by guaranteed money at signing. So he is top five running back in the well, NFL. He batted for nine receptions because and 1,500 yards. Fourth highest is Bajan. Makes sense. He was picked six picks ahead. But those two are now both top five running backs in the entire league based on money. Paid money, money to running back. Guys. <laughs> so... <laughs> We need to use him like I mean, a that, that shit just, We need to that use him all over the, the field. That you don't need a you don't need paid running backs. He's not getting a second contract from the Lions. If Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell are still there, they're going to rinse Dan him and, and do the same the thing in four years from now. I think you could. I think he could. I think if you could. Well, we don't know about JMO. If JMO is done, like good, it's over. He's I would not say, be good. I think oh. we need to stop comparing everybody. Be like, oh, but he's the next JMO. No, we don't know what JMO is because he barely plays. Well, I mean, when they both wear one, at yeah, Alabama, it's just hard not to like see <laughs> the comparisons in your head. They look I don't like care what JMO did in Alabama position. anymore. Evan, it's not like the- he's six years in the league and hasn't done anything yet. He's he's in year two. And we have to wait till Is November the rule for him kind to of play. like you could pay. Listen, Halloween. No congrats. one's denying. Dress up as a clown because that's what we'll all be doing when he doesn't do anything. Do you think he's, he's just going to be yeah. now? I think he's off his rocker now. If it makes you feel better, Brad, someone asked him about it during draft weekend, and Brad said he's taking accountability and he's doing the right thing. Like going to so Vegas got, yeah, two days after? that. <laughs> Look, yeah, I mean, Graham. about that specifically, but Brad, Brad had to say that. And I, but no, because Brad in the past has said he needs to work on his end, and he said he's doing the right things now, and we have faith in him. I mean, me not a JMO topic, no, but I would say, in terms of that second contract, Evan, is that I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I feel like NFL teams you can pay like two, at least two premier skill guys, and if he proves it and he's more of like a Swiss Army knife wide receiver, 80 catches. CMC, Camara type, he will get a second one. It might be too much, and we might regret it in his next five years because if you rely on that speed, it's going to start going downhill. But if he's like the Camara, Christian McCaffrey type, you trade him and you get the bag like Christian McCaffrey. Correct. And if we win a Super Bowl in that five-year stretch, who cares? You should pay a minor whatever he asks because he should retire as a lion. Yes. Because he could become like a Julian Edelman in his old age. Should be the same thought process, guys. Different, different position, Alex. You just Alex, like different position. Him. <laughs> no, because like look at like Kamara's not playing the last this year. Two years hasn't been as good. That's what does that have to do with anything? He kicked somebody and he's getting that suspended. type of money you give. Well, yeah, not I, that. I'm talking either about, way, but I'm that talking, doesn't that's not really I'm relevant. Production on the field, it could be because Breeze left, but like in a golf leaves and then his production goes position. Down. Ben Johnson leaves, so now we have a new offense in next year. Potentially. Well, that's why we're grooming Tanner Ingstring. Who? Tanner McGee? He just got he's drafted. He's a quality. Uh, he's our he, – no, no, no. That's no, no, no. McKee. He's a guy in our, no he's a guy in our staff. There's a guy in our staff. Give me his name. Be, yes. um, next a, Johnson. It's a very strange last name. name. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Tanner Engstrom. I don't like him already. Ben Johnson's such a cooler name. 
Yeah, but no, he's going to be the next guy. Anyways, um, reaction to this pick, we got classic Brad Holmes smacking. The That's table. so overrated. Now I'm over it. In the gut. Come up like with it. a new celebration. He, he almost he whiffed on he whiffed on Rod Wood and almost smacked him in the face. That was hilarious. That was Tanner Ingstrad going for a high five. Oh my god! Yes, he's will be the next OC. The I think he works with. I think he Are works you, with is it Alex. Fun to be this I think negative. He works with Alex. I'm doing a. I don't even know I'm, if I should take that as a negative or a positive. Negative for sure. <laughs> I'm doing a fun Evan. You might Brand, like this. You work in the XFL. I'm doing. Do you like being now. negative? Is it fun oh, for you? You know, a positive Alex. You work at the University of Michigan. Is that a positive? University of San Diego. Okay, <laughs> move on from that, Evan. Okay, real quick, I have a fun game for each I have a guy. Fun game, first. Nice game, just suggestion. One quick, real quick game, Alex. You, Trivia. Okay. You know where Grossmont College is, Alex? Oh, that's where Angstrad played. From 2000 to 2002. Is that, am I supposed to ding his resume yep. for you that? Should, you should know where Grossmont College is. <laughs> we got the I draft, said Illinois. let us down to a rabbit hole that Evan's poo-pooing <laughs> our next OC. <laughs> Evan just wants the Lions to be bad. I just, just like he, he wants all our teams to be bad. With Ben Johnson for two years. Community College in El Cajon, California. FYI, there you go. Shout out that college. I love that. Okay, Grant, let's play your game. Projects. Let's play your game. My game is we all love numbers. Everyone loves jerseys uh, here. So I am going to provide my suggestions to our players because they have not released. Can you hold them up? Like, I need for. a graphic. My I'm a visual learner. <laughs> I can Thank do the you. numbers with my fingers. My suggestion for Jameer Gibbs is to wear a number one. Should be Jameer. He's gonna take it from Jamo. Jamo, as soon as Jeff Okut. Yeah, yes. actually, you know what? Jameer Gibbs J-Mo. gets it because you got suspended. suspended. Have fun with number. Ooh. Yes, cool with it. If he doesn't Thanks. get one, two. Can't be two. Please two. two. It's CD Deuce. You don't know who CD Deuce is, our Not biggest free agent signing? No, I don't like CJ Deuce. I don't know who that CD oh Deuce was. Okay. I didn't okay. know people called him CD Deuce. Oh, my God. Number like one. Gibbs can have number better. one. Screw J-Mo. All right. He gets number one. Okay. Second pick in the draft, Jack Campbell. Consensus 42 on big boards. So probably probably a bigger reach than Gibbs. Um, he was a my guy going in the draft. More surprising than the Gibbs pick. I'm just going to say it now. My projection for the roster, Campbell and Anzalone are your day one starters, and Rodriguez gets his bump down to like 30% of snaps a game. I don't see how they take Anzalone off the field to start. Thousand percent agree. I think a lot of fans are going to think Rodriguez is going to stay because we love him, but I think he becomes a third man for now. Eventually, Anzalone's gone in two years, and then it's Campbell and Rodriguez. But you have to remember, Rodriguez was a six-round pick. He wasn't supposed to start last year. Our run defense, as Ben said in his call, was 29th in the NFL still. Um, and to this will answer Ben's point. He was talking about how should we have gone more D-line to help that stat. I think Jack Campbell is going to – Knock down that stat significantly through his Agreed. run. I don't know how much linebacker can help. Um, uh, he gets the defensive line pushed into his lap, or the second level gets to him. Well, I hope that doesn't happen. Well, that won't happen. It'd only be cool if we had like no nope. the best defensive line prospect the last like five years. You know, waiting for us at number six. That would have been sweet. Yeah, get over it. Oh. Unfortunately, this is kind of messed up. I. 
I'm, I don't care. I guess like selfishly in the NFC, I'm not going to, I'm not going to root against Jalen Carter, but I am. It may, it make me feel better if he wasn't good. Cause then I wouldn't feel as bad. We pass on it. We pass on the players. They're going to be good. Yep. Cause Evan, you still have the, that mindset. You never, you'll never get over it. I'll never get over it. But you just want the same old lines. Oh I never said that. that. You just no, but everything you say points directly well, I, to that. I think Jalen Carter's gonna be good. I don't think he had one mistake in his life. One I do think he'll be good life. because he went to a team perfect where he can be groomed. I, I and, think I think he'll be good because the situation and I think a realization I had is we have to, it sounds dumb when you say it, but I think teams like the Lions and Bears, you saw they traded out of that pick to not get them, I think we have to draft differently than the Eagles because they're so established and they're already in the Super Bowl and they already have a bunch of Georgia players that like it made sense though where like Jalen Carter could come into this young younger team locker room and mess everything up, whereas the Eagles know you're bringing them in with Jordan Davis. That they are. Like if we had drafted Jordan Davis last year, go draft Jalen Carter, get Nolan Smith, like do the same thing. I think it just kind of worked in that situation. I'm not happy about it because I think the league just gifted – just gifted the Eagles two awesome players, but that's the difference I think. Yeah, but the, the Eagles are going to get young, like literally next year, because all their old guys are on one year contracts. They're all going to retire. Yeah, but the like the same with the Bears. I mean, I guess you can just lump them in with us. But like, think about it. They trade out of the number one pick, who was projected <laughs> to be Jalen Carter, and they could have had it at nine, and they got out of it just for a like fourth round the pick. That Bears nothing. are their roster is completely different from ours. They're, we're they're competing to build for an NFC championship game against the Carter's Eagles. culture. We got to win a playoff game yeah. before we get to this. But point if Jalen Carter is as well, good as Dallas, then we should be able to make the playoffs. Agreed, we should make the playoffs, but we haven't done we that have. yet. We're not in the That's position. That's the same old Lions mindset. Mindset, You got to be looking forward. No, I don't Jaylen, think so. With Jalen Carter, I think no matter where you're at you had to take him based on talent if you're saying like no like rebuilding or not like he was supposed to be that good i think it all came down to some teams really just did not like this kid like really really did not and you saw him go all the way to I 10. think it's very and the clear. eagles were and like i would have survived, I would have survived we think we can... the kicks i only need him for four years because i think the lines are in a four-year window to win the super bowl i would have put up with his bull crap for four years Maybe they thought that the bull crap, like he I would have gone out be able and to get on the field a type of deal. Veteran defensive lineman and said, "Your number one job is to follow this kid around at practice every single day and groom him." We'll I, find out. I think the thing I'm grasping is like our our GM and coaches literally do not care. Like if they think if they think someone's close in talent, they're going to take the kid that is uh, they perceive to be a better human being like every time. Which and I get that now. Face, I, just, but... I would have done it differently because I think he would have dramatically helped. He would he would have made a bigger impact that you would have seen play-by-play play when he's out on the field than Jack Campbell does. We'll find out. I'm excited to find out because everyone's going to be thinking about We're being watching Jalen Carter box closely just to see. I hope we play the Eagles. Um the Eagles didn't use Jordan he got injured. Like he broke his ankle. So that pick Correct. did not help. Yeah. Did he actually? That's tough. Um, I, Evan, like you hinted at, I'm excited to see how we use Campbell because Brad Holmes said in his press conference that they don't view him I as don't just think he's a, a stand-up edge uh, rusher. I really don't. Like, I don't think he's I don't think he's I, gonna play that like more than 
a couple snaps a game. I don't either. I think a couple snaps a game is a couple snaps too many. I mean, he yeah. just got drafted. I mean, I'm sure they don't have a full. They should have a complete plan for if you draft somebody. I think it's more like what you're going to do with a kid. I'm sure they have a plan that we are not privy to. I think they plan to blitz him a lot through a gaps and whatnot, and maybe that's like what we're not thinking because they blitz Anzalone a lot. Anzalone and I can't do anything else. Doing it. <laughs> I think this guy's big enough to do it and blow up def- and uh, blow up guards and centers because he's really strong. Um, and I think he gives them the flexibility on like third down where like you, your only linebacker on the field is Jack Campbell. And then you have CJ, GJ and Brian Branch like, on the other responsibilities or Trace, Yes. Who's basically a linebacker. Like, I think Jack's just going to be the guy. If, if he's the only one linebacker technically on the field, it's just going to be him because I think they think that highly of him, which is exciting because we have so much flexibility on the back end. Agree. Um, things about him as a character guy. Wore a suit on his first day of work. No, absolutely no jacket. Love that. No, he did. He just didn't have it in every picture. He had a jacket in his hand. No, full he, suit. He did look great. Um, like a football guy. He said, "Mr. Holmes," when talking about Brad Holmes. Love that. Just respectful man. And he did his draft night call out of the bathroom with a shower in the background. So I think this guy is a dog. He said he was outside just hanging out with his friends. He hates social media. Um, I love Jack Campbell. Didn't like take an NIL deal, deal either. Didn't take an NIL deal. I want to be in his inner circle. What are you going to get? Corn? You're going to get the Casey's Pizza. There's NIL deals for Iowa. (laughs) Casey's Pizza. Um, I also read that Lucas Van Ness on his top 30 visit with the Lions talked more about how awesome Jack Campbell is than himself, which I think also sold Jack Campbell. Like his teammates were just like, Jack Campbell's the best human being ever. I'm all in on this kid. I think he's going to be like a 15 year Hall of Famer, Brian Erlacher. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree (laughs) a thousand percent. Right now, his eighth to win defensive rookie of the year at plus 1,800 odds, if you're interested in that. And the number suggestion is number 40. That's what Jack Campbell should win. I like the number he had. Yeah. 31. Yes, he can be any number now. I think think that's taken. I think that's taken. I, I looked at the Lions roster when I did these, and I looked at our retired numbers, which number seven was retired, which is what I wanted Jameer Gibbs to be. Um, so I think that looks sick. So I gave him one. Who's wearing 30? No one. Jack Campbell in 30 would be good for me. I like 40. I like a good old four on him. I like 30. Okay. I can respect <laughs> that. Thanks. I like the college number. I like the weird number. I just want him to, I want him to have 100 tackles. I think he's going to be a great football player. tackles this year. Kirk Ferentz would have started him at five positions if yep. he was allowed to. Every linebacker position. We just need 11 Jack Campbells. Thanks, Kirk. You should start my offense because um, you can't do anything with another- your son as the offensive coordinator. <laughs> okay, wow. another oh, Kirk Ferentz guy. The face, the face of the Iowa. Yeah, the only get. offense. Uh, second round, 34. Sam Laporta, he was consensus 59. I'll go out and say it. I'm going to compare this kid to Michael Mayer forever because mm. I was a Mayer guy going into the draft. I've Mayer's accepted why we didn't take Mayer, but I think they were both were. I think they were both great character guys, and I think we just had a preference for this kid with how fast he is. Yeah, I think they felt he was a better fit. Well, don't they the feel like that everyone's a better fit when they draft him, Alex? Well, yeah, Evan. I mean, I yes, I think it's was. fair to compare him to Michael Mayer because but of how Michael it Mayer went. Or the pick right after us. Evans, Jalen Carter thing is the same as Grant's Michael Mayer thing. They both love the guy, and then we didn't take mm-hmm. the guy when we could have. So, yep. 
It'll be interesting to compare. I was at a graduation party once where Michael Mayer was at. And so I always have that connection to him. Did you kiss? Mm. No, but he looks just like Liam Hensworth and he was absolutely jocked. It was like a junior. So you have a man crush on Michael Mayer and Jack Campbell. Yes. Well, Alex, we passed actually on the hottest dude in the NFL. Christian Christian Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Really? He looks like Killian Hayes. <laughs> well, hopefully it's a better mm. career than Killian. Um, He's 21 years old, guys. Come on. Laporta. Laporta has a cool highlight tape when he like you, goes 40 yards on one play with like eight broken tackles. Have you seen the clips? I'm crazy. I'm surprised I will let him do this just because they have no creativity. But like they would just line him up at X and he'd run slants against cornerbacks and he'd get first downs every Well, time. there are tape of him out there in comes the bowl game of him being a wildcat quarterback. Because they were on like the fourth quarterback and they have zero offense. <laughs> Who's your player like comp? I- ben hates player comp, so I think we should throw a player comp in here. Okay, I would say a worse, a worse blocker than Kittle. Like so, not they're jumping like straight to blocking. Like the Hall of Fame like tight ends. This is not good. That's what Ben hates well, about player comps. Well, because like. I'm just looking at RAS scores, like their athletic score, and he was smack dab in between Kittle and Hawk. So, like, he was quicker than Hawk, but not as big and, like, mean blocking as Kittle. So, I think that's what you should hope to expect. Well, better blocking TJ Hawkinson. That's not going to hurdle people and get no. injured. A faster Hawkinson. Okay. I'm going to go faster, healthier Noah Fant. Because this kid's small for a tight end. He's not big. He's not tiny. Kind of, What's his size? He's small. That's why you need to draft Chucker Craft. Packers won the draft. No, I think Laporte is going to be sick. And I also Sam Laporte think is six four two fifty. He's not small. I think um, that's not bad. That's I think big. That this, but on his RAS score, his his size is in the red for tight end. So compared to his position, he is not big. I'm just telling you that. I know that's a big human being, but in the terms of NFL, where like everyone's big and Darnell Washington is in George position, Kittle is six four two fifty. They are the exact same size. Go look at his RAS score and then tell me I'm wrong. I'm telling I, you, I they're the exact there. same size. Maybe their you know, what, size is in different spots, which I think, but they're the same height and same weight. I think you're getting his Iowa height and weight. I don't think you're getting his draft combine height and weight. Because college height and weights are out of control and need to be stopped. They round everything up. What I'm trying to say, my point is, we talked a lot. Alex is going to come in here with his height and weight. I can tell he's on the tip of his tongue. Six three one fourths, 250. Six three two three and a quarter. That's what's on the combine page nfl draft buzz bleacher report um here's what i want to say here's the point i'm trying to make before we got into a height debate is that we talked about needing to draft a wide receiver um because dj chark left we didn't really do that we took a seventh round pick but that's a flyer this guy is going to be the big body receiving threat on our team is my prediction. I think they looked at all their pieces and they said, we have a home run hitter in JMO if he's back. Um, we have Jameer Gibbs. We have Amon Run. Now we have Laporta, who's going to be our big human being target. And I think that was their plan. 
Agree. I'm interested to see where they line him up because I think he's more of a spread out tight end instead of an inline tight end. Obviously, he's going to be able to do both, but I think Brock Wright is still very much in the mix. James Mitchell will be in the mix, but I think Brock Wright's going to be your like lead blocker tight end, and this guy, they're going to coach him up to hopefully one day be there and get bigger. Yeah, I mean, I think Laporte is a day one starter. Number suggestion? Yeah. No, yeah, he should be our starting tight end, and he should be the th- third lean receiver on our team. Number suggestion? 88. Perfect tight end number. number. I like 80. Yeah. I don't know, like Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta. Laporta is 83. James Mitchell is 83. Stanley Berryhill is 83. Oh, close. But we he's suspended too, Mitchell's so he's 82. Anymore. Who's 85? Uh, that is retired. By who? Ugh. I don't want him to wear Hawks number, so let's go 87. Hawk was 88. Hawk was number 88. I, don't know, I just believed that. I haven't said it. I didn't know. What, I thought Hawk was 87. Uh, Chuck Hughes was number 85. Well, whatever Hawk was, I want one number above that or below that. You want one number above that? I don't know what Hawk was. I really do not remember. Um, Let's talk about the nation's consensus pick. That was our favorite, Brian. Good Branch. pick. Good he pick, was, Brad. Good pick. Um, average out. Good pick. He's averaged out at uh, 24 overall on big boards. Um, My main point I said about this guy is I love that he stayed at the draft for day two. That's a good character guy. Again, I think we're bringing winners into our organization. These are not stat things. I just love that he stayed. That was huge. I respect him a lot for that. Did not cower like a wimp like some people will love love us and go home. Yep. He stayed and got his moment. Yeah. Dog. We brought in a dog. I think he is a dog. My only question is, I'm going to be sad when he doesn't play more because of how stacked our room is. I think this. I think honestly, Grant. I think now that you have like depth in your secondary, I think it's survival of the fittest. I think if you're playing well, you're going to get on the field, and there's no, there's no all oh, my bads anymore. There's no all oh, you missed it play anymore because the next guy's coming in and going to do the job. So you think he might? You think we might see some I th- branch? I think, I think he'll play. We're gonna go. To I don't more think he starts. A, I don't think we're getting away from like the three linebacker look like completely. Like Tracy Walker's gonna be out there. We're just going two. Yeah, we only need Tracy Walker and field really with Jack Campbell. He covers <laughs> the field. Like Gardner Johnson should be out there. Kirby should be out there. <laughs> you just want to run a three man front, two linebackers, oh, four. Four, four two five, five baby. four two five. Four two five. Does he still? And does then, he get in in that situation? I don't think then, so. And then four one six. <laughs> we need six. Yeah, we four, need one, six. six. That's the only. He can get in over Jack Campbell middle, a corner. I don't think so. No, you have Tracy. He's, Tracy. Kirby, Tracy's one of the two guys. CJ, GJ, Cam Sutton. And Mosley. Kirby doesn't Mosley come off an like injury? Of a cover two guy, but when we're four one six blitz, Brian yeah. Branch. We just have so much. I mean, Brian Branch is CJGJ now at, younger at the secondary position. You got better, and, and plus, I like Branch because he can learn one year, and we signed half of our secondaries are just one year contracts. Do I think Brian Branch is more accomplished than Chauncey Gardner Johnson, who led the league in like, picks last year? No, no. Like when they entered the league. 
Oh, well, that's irrelevant, Grant, because... Like, this kid was a three-year starter at Alabama for Nick Saban, and Nick Saban said he's one of the smartest kids he's ever coached. And they compared yeah, he to needs to start day one, Grant. I think this kid is going to be all-time. I just don't know how he starts. It's Kirby's job. Starting at the, like, the Swiss Army knife position at Alabama is impossible, as he did as a freshman. So, goodbye, Kirby's Kirby. Job. No. No. But goodbye, Will Harris, probably, at the end of the day. If Kirby never had the interceptions in Rodgers, I don't know. It's so crazy. You know what's wild about fans is our first reaction when we add someone is like, who's leaving? It's like, I I didn't think that. I just thought he would be like a 30, 40% snap guy at best. And it'd be. No, he might be. And then next year, uh, CJGJ leaves. He's he's the guy. He might be. That might be how it shakes out. Or they're just not going to rush Tracy back. Tracy full? Tracy's warming. He's like working out. Isn't he fine? There's a big difference between like working out on the turf and like playing in a football game. I know, but it's it was April. It's May. He popped his he popped that Achilles. We'll see how he is. I don't know. He still has four months. Yeah. It's May. Um, Evan, you'll love this. Brian Branch is an unreal. I do love this Love he it. Had a ninety is percentages ninety eight percent tackle percentage, so it's a missed tackle rate of two point three percent, which is almost unheard of. Yeah, he's, he's, he's getting, getting on the field. field. He does if not he can tackle, tackle, you're getting on the field. No, I know no, he's going to play. I know he's going to play. If you're taking a ninety eight percent rate, listen, I think he's really no, good. I really am. He's getting on the field. I would say he's playing fifty five to sixty percent of the snaps. He's just going to stand next to Jack Campbell. That's what Hunter said. Hunter said, you just mirror Jack Campbell because Jack Campbell will lead you to the place because he's so intelligent, but he'll be one step off because he's slow. That's when Branch comes in because he's just faster. Dude, they said in their top 30 visit with uh, or combine visit with Jack Campbell that by the end of it, he was basically installing the Lions defense for them. Like, he's I just love that, that smart. He's smarter than Aaron Glenn. Yep. Debatably. <laughs> I also think he's going to wear the green dot like right away. I think Dude, I think Anzalone's got one year. We got this is right on the wall. They'll definitely let Anzalone have they the green dot. They just feel bad that he has to have Maybe. it. Maybe. Uh, we're competitors he's, only. He's 11th to win Defensive Rookie of the Year, plus 2,300. How many people want to wear the green dot? Not going to play enough to win. Just one guy? One. One. You can switch it. You can switch it throughout the game, though. There's like different helmets. Um, number suggestion, Brian Branch. He wore 14 in college. Can't wear that. He's going to wear number 12 for the Honolulu Blue. I don't love that. I like 19. Uh, I like 19. 19. 14. 19? Ugh, That's disgusting. I hate that, too. I like 19. How about four? 19 is taken by Jordan Benson. He cannot be that. Yeah, number he can, four he is can have 19. Mosley. Emmanuel Mosley. He can have 19. Six. That is also taken by Cameron Sutton. Shit, all our secondary is single digits. It's kind of awesome. Yes. So he's going to be 12. He's going to be right in there. 12 is perfect. Yeah, 12 has to be the number. My high school basketball number. He's caught. Benson, Evan. Trinity Benson. Wide receiver from the Denver Broncos. We signed him. All right. Controversial pick here. Hendon oh. Hooker, we took in the top of the third round. He was consensus 33 on big board, so good value pick in the sense of where he was supposed to go. We have to remember he was the Heisman Trophy front runner. Lost the central runner. Well, 
they were losing in the game and he tore his ACL. We don't know if they would have came back, but it was a bad overall situation. Evan I hates his picks, so I know. I know and I want to I'm not gonna try to change his mind. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no point. Just, <laughs> the hard part is there are some guys I think that went after him that could have helped us immediately, and I, I do understand that. I just think the potential though, Evan, if this pick goes right, you're looking at Jalen Hurts with the Eagles type of situation, where then like when Jared Goff moves on, we have a guy on a cheaper money and we can really continue our window. Because this kid could work out. They could. could. Now the QB rate is low, anyways. It's always hit or and miss. What, yes, especially outside the first round. People right. either go like first round or at the very end, unless there's exceptions. And this was an exception. This kid would have been a first round talent if he did not blow his ACL and he wasn't 25. But for us, we don't need him right away. He for people's timeline in their head, he tore his ACL a month before Jamison Williams did, like timeline wise in the season. So he should be back moving around i don't know what it looks like for a qb i feel like you're better because you don't have to run as much yeah. um he should be back close to start a season maybe like sit out the first couple weeks but i think timeline wise you're not losing that much time i like him i think like what made me happy is the only concerns with this kid were the the acl and the age which i think age is kind of overblown because people play to like their 40 these days when you're a qb like when you think about Levis, he had character concerns, which is why he fell. Like people just thought he was just kind of a weirdo. Um, Bryce Young, really small. CJ Stroud was getting rumored about failing um, a smart test, reaction test. This guy was clean. Hudden Hooker's clean, supposed to be a good leader. He brought Tennessee football back from the grave. He just tore his ACL. Yeah. I will say, like, Evan, to your point, people behind him, like they're, I'm looking at Jalen Hyatt went after him, Tucker Kraft went after him, or after him. Um, Diane Henley, my guy from Tulane. Uh, what am I call it? Tulane. Uh, no, Diane Henley from Washington State. Um, so, yeah, there was guys after him that could have helped us. But I think he's just sitting there. And it's like, take the shot. I think it's a good situation. I like how he throws the football. Amazing and I want to say this. I understand Tennessee is kind of like a video game offense, which is fair. And it's like sets the QB up for success is what I keep hearing people say. But does Ben Johnson's offense not just set up a QB for success? I think that's a perfect fit. Bingo. I think you could plug a lot of people in. That's um, ben something Johnson's completely offense. different. So I, mean, we'll love not, it, I don't. It's the offense completely. It doesn't fit his scheme. It doesn't fit Hannah Hooker. But doesn't it? Don't you think it just? There, I think there's a complete difference in the play styles. What Hannah Hooker did last year to what the Lions offense is. Good thing he's got time to learn. Yeah, well, no, I think he'll never start. Offense, so. I'm saying like, I think putting a QB in position to succeed, I think Ben does as good of a job. Yeah, as but Ben does a good job of playing scheming. Exactly. I'm saying, oh, Josh Hyde, play action pass. Now you don't have your eyes on the defense. Where Hendon Hooker was a one trick pony and one read, you get the ball out, and he never turned his back on play action passes. So maybe we could just do more. Uh, it, it was three-step drops. I mean, look at what Georgia did to Hendon Hooker. Pressed everybody, took away his primary read, and blitzed everybody else because he doesn't have time. It's a three-step drop. Their pass concepts weren't made for five so seconds. Good, it was though. made for two seconds to get the ball out. And if you disrupt that timing, then it's, it's done for. Yeah. Will you... 
acknowledge this. If the pick works out, it'll be like the best pick the Lions have ever made. Based what on is it? What does work out mean? Hennon Hooker's, Hooker's the first quarterback to win a playoff game. Sure. No, Hennon Hooker turns into Dak Prescott. I like to imagine like I would say that's a fair comp. I mean, it's dramatic comp, Alex. Dramatic. So Jared Goff has a career-ending injury, and he steps in and hands the ball off (laughs) to the NFL Rookie of the Year. Um, Hands the ball off, not throws the ball to him. Hands the ball off to him behind the best offensive line in the NFL. We're close. Um, Can you just stop trying to find reasons? No, you said Dak Prescott was a fair comparison. You said Dak Prescott was a fair comparison, and so I'm just comparing – what Dak Prescott had. So what is what does Hendon Hooker need to do for you to get off the think team? He's a success. What if he's Jacoby Brissett? I've seen get him. off the team. <laughs> I mean, you're not like I said. I don't guys. want a quarterback for you. You have a four-year window to succeed, and there's more news coming out. What if Jared gets you tank, hurt and you tank, you tank, you tank, you move on, you get your quarterback, no. and the quarterback comes in under cap, right around twenty million dollars, and now you restart with when you have a stacked. You have a stacked roster. That's what you do when your quarterback gets injured. Why not restart but, with a guy that's much cheaper? That was a first-round type of talent. Pre, I will take a start. He's not a starter. He is sitting on your bench, not a starter that can't contribute to your four-year window to win the championship. He, but what if? Okay, hypothetical. What if Jared got hurt in like week twelve, so we can't tank because we'd already won a bunch of games, and then our playoff like chance is gone. You, you, what if that were to happen? You take it. You take your lump sum. Jerry Goff got injured. You come back next year. I don't like that though. Yeah, no, we want. You take like, the rest of the year I'd and you like get the teams that good. Take the rest of the year and you get what, whatever pick you have. Good teams have good out. backups. But then if you miss what team out on has a good backup? Made, what good team has a good backup? backup Twelve. Name them. Go ahead, name them. The Niners had a good backup. Niners had multiple. Had one. Joe Burrow. Who's Joe Burrow's backup? I thought Trey Lance would be good. Exactly. Good team. Actual Mahomes had Chad Henney, a 17 year veteran. Not a good backup. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. Backup for Jalen Hurts. I don't know now, but he was the backup last year for the Eagles. This is my point. Gardner Minshew couldn't be the Dallas Cowboys. Cooper Rush, good backup. Won a bunch of games. So be the Eagles. He was a good backup. Your whole notion that good teams have good backups is just false. Who is in the who's the Bills false. quarterback backup? Matt quarterback? Barkley. I think it's Case Keenum. Case Case Keenum, good player. Tyler Huntley, good player. He's had to carry them recently. They didn't make the playoffs. I'm not saying that your backup needs to be a superstar, Evan. I'm saying your backup needs to be reliable, like Sean Hill for the Lions. So- Injuries have yes, and you take your loss and put in a back. Realize that to... this season's a no. Rush. You want to keep winning because you have a good team. That's why you tank when he you gets ben injured. Johnson. You tank. You can and you draft your rookie quarterback the following year too. And he gets injured, Evan, in week fourteen, and we're already in the playoffs. And, and you start kind of close. You, 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 you take it. You take your chance. chance. You mean you take your loss because you made the playoffs? That's what you wanted. I no, want a starter that can I, contribute. I don't, I don't want, want a bench player that's a project that's coming off of an injury. That's not going to compete for the it's starting round, Evan, not, not a first round. Starting job. It's not a first round pick. It was a Alex, third. You round get pick. starters in the draft. 
Alex, it's a top yes, 70 pick. We got several it's stars in other spots. But there's, there's a lot of third round picks that just like if we got Zach Harrison from Ohio State, like does and you see him like win a playoff. I'd rather draft one of the Tennessee wide receivers because Jamo's not going to do anything for us. Well, that's because you're I'm not doomsday. I'm just going off the track record. I would have been mad. I said the only. You said the only successful. Tucker Kraft, Byron Young, Josh Downs would have been a nice wide receiver piece. I don't disagree. Like Trent I understand Simpson. wanting to have a starter. I think that's a good value in a third round, first round projection, second round projection, third round. That would have been a good value there. And then Hooker, same type of projection. He is a backup quarterback, not a starter. The face of the franchise. Not yet. If he becomes the face of the franchise. Minor didn't start the first eight games of his rookie season. Yeah, until we boot him out of the stadium. Correct. Eagles, and then they started him. I get Evan's frustration. I'm not trying to make I'm not saying it's – it's, Alex, what do you do when Jared Goff signs a four-year contract? And your only reason to have him is, well, what if Jared Goff gets injured? Well, we got to get to that point before I really The Chiefs that, were, but, you know what, when Patrick Mahomes came off the field. That's what was going through their head. Chet Henney's a reliable backup. Can we backtrack Former and look at his first pass that he threw in one of the playoff games when he tried to throw a deep ball to Cincinnati or Cleveland, whoever it was? I just think that you're deeming Hendon Hooker a lifetime backup, and I don't think when that's When you re-sign Jared Goff to another four-year contract, he is the backup. I think they I think they took him in the case that Jared asked for too much money, and they cut bait with Jared. I honestly believe that. I think they took this kid, and they're like, let's see what we have. And if Jared well, asks for really evaluate him after this year because he's coming up, he has one knee right now. He has one knee. Well, he has two. Let's give him a knee and a half. Yeah, the same amount of knees as Tiger Woods. No, not quite. No, Tiger's way worse. Yeah, Tiger's really worse. deep down in the. <laughs> I just think you should give it a chance. For your theory, if he uh, if he becomes a lifelong backup, that's when they could try to trade him. I think I don't know what they could I get. Stars, I need impact deal. players in the third round. Well, luckily we got four of them before this pick. And what's Correct. the point of trading back? Wait from this acquired depth in the, in the wrong spots. Ivan, quarterback, no, give it a chance. I don't, I, I, there's no thing to like give it a chance because he's never going to play, he's not playing within the next two years. Okay, deeming him never going to play ever is just Evan. absurd. He hasn't even practiced, he can't because he has one knee. Maybe this can make Evan feel better. Maybe this he, he is unable better. to play during uh, OTAs in April, rookie OTAs. He can't, he can't participate. Well, rookie OTAs. There's, there's OTAs in April. I think in April's over. There's OTAs in May. I think he'll be. Uh, Thank you. I I think he'll be a number two on the depth chart, like early into the season. He'll beat. No, he'll so. be. He'll be number two. I don't think His so. His first step is to beat Nate Sudfeld, which no offense, to Nate Sudfeld. I don't. I'm agreeing with you that's not going to be hard. Is like Nate Sudfeld, but his injury is setting him far, so far back that he won't be able to. But he got and, it was a month before JMO, and we saw JMO like JMO took a while, but I think they were like they more were cautious being cautious with him. 
they could do the same thing to Hendon Hooker. It might be it's also more for there's more for Hendon Hooker to learn. So than that means it's more learning than you have to do besides telling JMO to run as fast as you can down the field. I also think Hendon Hooker has more ability to learn. Why is that? Hooker. Just based on the cognitive testing results oh, what were those that uh, results? the public can all see. Oh. Uh, nope. <laughs> I thought you were asking like, stats assuming. and facts. Just a gut. Quarterbacks are typically the smartest Besides guy. Besides CJ Stroud. Just usually Just how a gut feeling I have. I don't think Besides CJ. Uh, gamble. I think Hendon is not going to do anything like that. Agreed. Number suggestion. He should wear number 18. Ew. You said you to every number I've said. No habit you have. No, I just don't like eighteen. Why? Because the other best quarterback in the history of Tennessee football wore that number in the NFL. You don't think it makes sense? No, I don't think it makes think sense. It makes, I didn't I like think it makes, Peyton Manning's number. I think it makes perfect sense based on the numbers available to Mister Hendon Hooker. I think it's a perfect number. I can see it. I bet he'll pick that. Who's fifteen? Who's 15? Maurice Alexander. Eight. Well, you just want this got to be Anthony Richardson. Is that what you want? That is Josh Reynolds. Seven. That is the number. I don't care what number he wears because I'll never see him on the field. Doesn't matter to me. Pick a number. Three. three is Jack Fox. No. Give, give him three. Jack Fox is an all pro. No. Ja- all pro punter. <laughs> yeah. Four. Chase Daniel. <laughs> Manuel Mosley, we talked about this. Six. Is there any single digits? Cam Sutton, we talked about. No. No. Number one is, and that's going to Jameer Gibbs. Ten. Nate Sudfeld. Nate Sudfeld. Eleven. Yep. Khalif Raymond. Know that. Come on. Twelve. Can't be twelve, Alex. Don't say it because Grant, that's a branch. But he's wearing, really wearing Ryan branch. I think Hennon Hooker. Hennon Hooker can yeah, have number 12. Because Ryan Branch is wearing number suck. All right. He's wearing 19. Got there. Yes. I didn't, I didn't yes. want to get Branch no. is going to wear 19. Trinity Benson is not going to be on the team. Trinity Benson. 17. <laughs> DJ Chark. That's uh, taken too by Michael Badgley. He plays for the Pistons. Michael Badgley. <laughs> Marvin Badgley. <laughs> um, I don't want to spend time individually on the rest of the three guys because they're all kind of day three picks. Or no, I guess Project Martin was day two. Project Martin, Colby Sorsdahl, and Antoine Green. Um, these are just diamonds in the rough that Dan's trying to go with. Alex thumbs down. I'm going to give him thumbs, thumbs up on the wide receiver. I like it. Rice. Yeah, I, I mean, believe he's more in a seventh round pick than a first round graded quarterback. You trust Mel Kuyper's first round grade on that kid? could play in the first six weeks. Okay. No. I trust other people. I trust my eyes. I don't look at Mel Kuyper's boards yeah, at all. Do. You're a liar. Me either. Yes, you honestly. do. You have to. No, you I watch don't. the draft on the ESPN. You had to see you guys on the know that. Boom. Roasted. No, I watched the college game. No, the first night you did not watch the college oh game. Gosh, that's crazy. You watched Desmond Howard? No, we watched the. If you guys didn't watch ESPN NFL version. Network, I slipped a little bit. ESPN I switched between NFL Network and everyone yelled and said it was too delayed. So I had to go back to ESPN. Delayed how? I just don't look at your phone. Oh, somebody no, has like a problem with that. Were... We instantly sit down. Let's backtrack to Thursday night, Grant. This great. I was not the. Don't, don't throw I people under the bus. Don't throw people under the bus because you're taking words out of your own mouth. Thursday night, night we, we get, get there. there. Evan, you're blaming me. And what did you me. do to the Lions pick? You spoiled it. 
Uh, I did not spoil the trade. Someone else did. And then I and you looked spoiled. at my phone because we were three no, picks away three picks. We at the time. The so I didn't even know we were picking. Yes. No, we yes. weren't. We were not three picks away. We weren't that far behind. You're lying. You're lying, you're lying to make yourself to make feel better. Bad because you're, you're in lying a bad mood because we drafted a quarterback. You are lying to make wrong. We were not Completely three wrong. picks behind. And I didn't tell anyone. You talked to Cody I did McCray not about tell it. a single you ruined, person. It was going to be a surprise. I just said you will be surprised. That, that is ruining the pick. And then Wilkins looked and told everyone. Wilkins looked at everyone and said, he's number one on my board. He said that afterwards. <laughs> Wilkins immediately looked okay, at him. Okay, going back. We got instantly got in, and you said everyone put their phones on and don't look at their phones. What are you doing? Not even halfway through the draft. Yes. Honestly, he blew the line. I just pick. looked at Twitter. Don't, to look, you mean the number the one trade social media app where all information up. probably saw Albert Breer. He saw Albert I wanted Breer trade details. No, it was some random New York Post guy. Biggest like two face right here. No, it was like SNY. It was like the Fox Can't Sports even take his own advice. How will we get better? Hmm. It's bad, Alex. I mean, Evan's just doomsday, negative Nancy about everything. So, you know, there's worse things. No, I'm not ne- negative Nancy. Staff I'm not that actually happy. You couldn't even take your own advice and what you told everybody else to do. And then you ruined the pick. I'm not I'm not doing this, Evan. Not doing it. I didn't tell you who the pick was. Everyone's reaction was what it was. It was less reaction well, because everyone you listening, it for me. don't be pick spoiler guy. For the NBA draft, let's keep be telling yourself that. You get to try again. It's in just a, month. a fact. Let's be better. I didn't ruin yes, did. the pick for you, Evan. Who we picked ruined no, it for the you shock because you didn't like it. Went way down because of you. All right, now Alex. True or false? You told everybody to put their phones on the not look at the draft. <laughs> okay, true or false? You looked at your phone not even halfway through the draft. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Case closed. Of our trade out. Fact or fiction? Fact. 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 You know, they, they show they you the trade details. Did I tell anyone who we you, picked? We're instantly starting talking to Cody about it. Fiction. Alex, I never he said just looked you at me gave up. You looking at? I said I you said. spoiled the pick for people. Then why does it matter? I didn't spoil that's the not pick. Just spoiling, that's not spoiling the pick. Remember what? Just because you don't say the name isn't spoiling I didn't, it. Exactly. I didn't spoil spoiling the pick. That's exactly why it is. <laughs> I didn't spoil the pick. You did not know who you were picking until you saw it live on television. That's not spoiling in the pick. Remember when Wyatt? You can't help you then. Having a reaction and the shock value is spoiling the pick for me. I wasn't trying uh, to find the pick. I so promise I wasn't. And I wasn't trying I didn't for you to spoil it. To try me. to find the pick. Like I said, I didn't try to go look it up. I just was on. But you and were on your phone because we were like still two picks away. For trade details, you didn't need to get. I did. Now, if you've been pissed if it would happen to somebody, if somebody people. else did it to you, so just take accountability for your actions. Yeah, take it's accountability for your actions. You take accountability for at the what same actions? time. What I actions? Mean. What actions did I commit? What crime did I commit? <laughs> Overreacting. No, you Overreacting. ruined the experience. Leaving a crime scene when you could have stopped him and told the police what really happened. <laughs> Remember, what yeah, the whole point is sit in a draft room with everybody is to be in the moment with everybody. Yes. Dude, trust me, I wasn't trying to look it up. I'm not coming back there next no, year. But Alex I'm not should not we'll see who Alex should not it. have gone to his. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It's awfully dramatic. Alex should not have, Alex should not have gone to his phone to look at trade details. Everyone Actually, we'll be at the draft. That's fine. Because it's in Detroit next year. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think we have to worry uh, about it. There won't be spoiling. No, I'm sure you'll see it with our own I'm sure of it. 
Yeah. Evan, how am I going to find out the pick um, before the pick is announced? Oh, my God. We can't still be talking. <laughs> I'm wearing a fanny pack. No you, one cares I'm, what, I'm having your phone in my fanny pack at the draft next year. I'm not going to look up our picks at the draft when we're there. And I wasn't even looking this anyway. one up. It's which is wild to me. I'm the one being called out for this when there was someone in that room that was very clearly doing it every single. He didn't spoil it for me. He didn't ruin my. He didn't ruin my mood towards the pick like you did. He said. She said. You clearly have a vendetta against me. Well, you told everybody to put their phone down and not look at it, and you instantly abused your own words. That would make me mad. Um, remember when? Wyatt spoiled the draft last year for 12 like a minute and a half early we thought he was lying and then it happened that was an all-time moment that was great um positive note out of that completely different from at detroit lions 313 he tweeted this ahem per pff the top two pass catchers and missed force tackles in the entire power five all positions included number one sam laporta number two jimmy gibbs ben johnson has two more weapons to play with in space but i like that stat we don't believe I in PFF because I sent a PFF stat to Evan and he said. No, I asked you and you said so, you don't believe no, in it yourself. I think there's a. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. No, I think I think there's a very clear difference between that because that's from PFF. It's missed tackle rate, which is a fact. Just calculate on missed tackles versus grades. grades. I, I guess think grades fair. are weird. I don't know how you get to 92.5 grade. But if you just tell me a guy's missed tackle percentage is this then that's a fact. Yeah, I mean, the tweet is fine with me because I agreed with our picks to begin with. I was cool with them. So that's I'm, just... I'm surprised on draft night you were just like, yeah, I'm cool with taking that right there. I'm surprised you weren't like, whoa. I was, I did, I was surprised. Don't get me wrong. I was very surprised. That's why Evan's reaction was spoiled. Michigan, Michigan State guys, their landing spots in the draft Sad. just quickly. And Jaden Reed's going to catch a game winning touchdown. Jaden Reed is in the division. Lions not to go to the playoffs. Like we did it to the Lions. Left. And we're back to having doomsday scenarios. I gave you the situation <laughs> yesterday. Like, well, really we will be conflicted. I said, you said That's how would I, I feel. And yet, yes, I oh, would feel conflicted. For, if you guys root for Jane Reed against the Lions, you're I'm not you going to. Him every other game. Agreed. But I hope CJGJ just clamps him. I just hope he has to miss for personal reasons that day. No, don't say that. Just tell him to play. Just clamp him. Maybe he just has to go be a a hero. Pick up his mom. I hope he has a really good fantasy game that day. Doesn't have to be bad personal reasons. I mean, he could score six touchdowns against us. Oh, FYI, to everybody in our fantasy um, group. To listen to this, Alex has to have Jameer Gibbs for at least $25 next year. No, you said for $25. Yeah, but that's where the starting point. If somebody outbids you for him, then he outbids you. You can't bid for anything less than 25 Yeah, that's totally fine. So when you first say you have to say 25 catches 80 passes for sure. Yep, no yeah. problem with it. But if somebody goes higher, it's okay for them. Yeah, I don't have to keep bidding. Makes it clear. Um, Jake Moody to San Fran, sweet. He's going to be kicking field goals in the playoffs year one. Love that for the kid. So I was surprised Scoot make it in the second round. Players. That was jarring to me. I didn't think he was good. Cowboys love Michigan players. Bad Michigan players. And then I don't know why, but the fit the fit of Oluwatimi in Seattle 
I think that makes a lot of sense. I think he's going to be a dog there. I don't know why. I don't know what their depth chart looks like. I just think Timmy will eventually be like a 10-year center there. Former Wolverine Zach Charbonnet going to the Seahawks. Head scratcher. They love running backs. Not lost. I think have drafted the most they running backs. They lost somebody the to the decade, Eagles. I believe. They just drafted Rashad Penny. They lost Travis Homer. They just draft running backs every so year. So they need depth at that position. And with their training staff, um, running backs beyond where, like wrap yourself in bubble wrap until Sunday. Mere speed getting drafted. I heard he ran a really fast forty. Well, his last name's Speed. BVS got picked up. Good for the kid. Bryce Manager drafted. Good for him. Yeah, special teams guys. Um, Okay, the last thing is just quickly, maybe Mm. like ten minutes here on the transfers. Out of Michigan State, some stunning news. I don't know if Alex, you had any tips on this for the blog boys. This this hit me like a ton of bricks. I had no idea this nope. was happening on Sunday. Nope, no tips. I didn't know transfer deadline was that day. I didn't know. I also wasn't was looking because I didn't think there was any reason to look. Um, it has to start with Evan. Evan's the biggest thorn guy. I'm going to try to catch Evan Can't. in a trap here. Evan, I think you got to be happy because you say news always better. So now you're forcing new oh, press. Oh, news always better. Kate Hauser, thank you. I'll take that one. Um, okay, I can get behind that. I I'm not gonna say much about it. I am in a pickle. Evan's in a pickle right now because he knows. Because I think Painthorn had a, he gave us our best chance to compete this year. Um, I don't think I think you guys are better now. Anderson College Football. Well, problem the Keon thing makes it a problem. But if he was just a Panther so. leaving, you guys would be better, I think. I'm more no. afraid of you now when we play. Inexperienced quarterback? Say that. How do you scare an inexperienced quarterback? I think he'll be experienced by that date. This is not, Doomsday Heavy. Not good experience. For Whatever. I'm, I'm going to say this. I think that, I think the <laughs> yeah, I know. was divided just... on who they wanted as quarterback, and that's why he left. He had enough of the bullshit, and he finally left. Clearly, Keon had his own. Yeah. Do you think any coaches? I mean, the rumor was that Keon was going to leave because Correct, so I think the locker room was divided. That's what everyone starts tweeting. There's two ways that I put it. Locker room's divided. So clearly, people supported Thorne as the quarterback, senior captain, been the captain the last two years, two and a half years. Um, and then there's other quarterbacks that looked at the offense and was like, we need to make a change here. So that's where I think the locker room was divided on that situation. Next, I don't. Can we be clear that the, the locker room was divided between Kim and Thorne? Yes. Well, I'm doing Kim, Kim and Noah Thorne Kim. based off of what reps we saw at the spring game. Hauser barely did anything in the spring game. And and tweets. Malik Carp tweets. Yeah. So I listened way too. I'm a sicko because, like, you know, when your rival has problems, I wanted to hear all the juicy details. So I listened to Justin Thien talk about mm-hmm. it. Um, and for better or worse, he does know a lot about it. I didn't listen to I it. To tip him that. Um, he said there was three scrimmages, like the spring day one. There was three of them. Only one was public, and they purposely made Thorne look like he was the starter. They said Kate and Hauser won the first day, and then Noah Kim was Noah Kim was like kind of doing well in the others. So I think they just showed the public what they wanted to see. Um, but there's more to the story. Like there was three of those scrimmages, is what his thing was mm-hmm. for people in the program he talked to. Well, that is normal. They did. They post like highlights from the scrimmages that aren't seen to the public. I just, so I don't that, know. It was, so, but you are, can't blame beat writers for thinking. I don't think those are accurate. John, based on what they saw publicly, 
I've been at the April practices and the 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 scrimmages that they had, at least when I was there, were scripted plays and scripted of what quarterback was going to be somewhere. So like that day could have been Thorne only gets 10 snaps where Keen Hauser gets 25. And it's scripted already pre-practice. Yeah. No, granted, I mean, Thorne, Thorne could have not had a good day and Hauser could have had a, you know, fantastic and earned his 25 snaps. But it's not like where it's like a live scrimmage and we're playing Thorne, okay, he's playing bad, and Hauser comes in. It's like more scripted. The defense has their scripted plays. The offense has their scripted plays of what they're running against each other. I guess big picture is I just think maybe Thorne was name was number one on the depth chart, but I think he talked to Mel and Mel's like open competition and you're going to deal with it. And Thorne said, I'm going to go to Auburn. And my second point, my second point is exactly how I have another point. There's two points. If you put your name in a transfer portal, it's it's free agency. So anybody can talk to you legally. So, I mean, I mean, I don't blame him for that. You always see where options are and what, what happens. Um, Now my other my third point, I think, is one of the very most important points, is this offense hasn't gotten better. You take the one year away from mm-hmm. a generational channel to walk on East Lansing's campus, and the offense isn't that good. Kenneth Walker blemished most of the problems with the offense and Jay Johnson. It's pretty easy to hand the ball off to a Heisman Trophy candidate. I, and you, he hasn't mm-hmm. developed Agreed. anybody. I mean, you can say, okay, Jaden Reed, he drafted Jaden Reed, but I think Jaden Reed did that himself on the 50-50 balls because the offense can't scheme anybody open. Now you look at what Keon Coleman's doing. He potentially, first or second round talent based off of this year and based off of going forward, he's a 6'3 wide receiver that can run and can jump. So, I mean, is Jay Johnson really going to be able to get him the ball 80 catches. I don't know. I don't think so. And if I'm Keon, if I'm Keon Coleman, I'm looking in a situation that better suits me for my skills to get me to the second level. And Jay Johnson's offense definitely isn't that. And if Keon's open, could Peyton hit him the way he needs? To I was going to say you can poo-poo on Jay Johnson all you want. You still got to get the quarterback. It's easier to, to hit a wide open wide offense. receiver than just throwing up a 50-50 ball because that is the I've seen Peyton Thorne miss a, a gajillion wide open wide receivers open is ridiculous amount. <laughs> a gajillion was a crazy. Just wanted to say, so just to get, get you riled up. But yes, he he's missed plenty of open receivers. Every, Peyton Thorne's I'm not, not seeing he is, but he's the best he's offense in Michigan. Best not quarterback, quarterback that was on Michigan State's roster. You don't oh, know. I do. Single season, single season passing touchdown record. Most experienced. Hard to live up to. No, if he he was the best. He was actually. You don't the best know if he's down. None of the other ones didn't play last year, so he was the best. And maybe at one point, he might he, he might not best, be the best anymore. He, he had the best season throwing touchdowns in Michigan State history. He, he had a running back that opened school a lot record. of things up for him. But the running back didn't score passing touchdowns. No, but that running back. Well, I can tell you this: Kim is not winning a New Year's Six Bowl next year, so it doesn't even. Nathan Carter. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that, but I don't think it's just because he sucks. That's not. I think we'll learn a lot about the whole Jay Johnson QB dynamic, which I'm fascinated to learn about as a viewer. Is like I still think Evan's point about the offense is very valid, and I think people uh, recognize that, and that's why they may have left, but. I also, for the record, I don't think Keon's coming back. I know they're floated out. He might. It helps his chance, but I think it's like yeah, a 10% chance. There's just no chance. Like, 
there's a very minimal chance he just walks it back. I would say it's pretty unlikely. Like he's gonna get. I know Michigan State has money, but he's just the rumor boards claim that Keon leaving is business related only, and he doesn't really necessarily want to leave Michigan State. He likes the school, and that Michigan State is going to put together a new package for him. But at the same time, he's gonna get offered a gajillion dollars from like USC or LSU. The rumors from uh, the rumors from Thind was that uh, he kind of saw how like the talk about. Jaden Reed the, was they Jade. Yeah, other teams were he went, tampering with it by saying like you're gonna not get drafted in the first round because you play for Jay Johnson and have this quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So if he he needs to go to a place that has a good QB, if he's gonna stay to his word, but USC Lincoln we'll Riley see. Caleb Williams just go there. That would be disgusting. <laughs> just go there. I kind of feel bad for you guys. That does super sucks. You know, big sucks. Like I said. Evan, I don't know if it's just because I came out of one of these scandals or these drama, but we got better when Cade left. So I'm I'm all in. I'm not saying you have a JJ. I'm well, just saying it's the difference when your backup quarterback's better than your out. starter. But Evan, that, that could, be the case. could be the case. I don't know why you that just keep pulling things out so fast. <laughs> you just it's once again just stating it as fact when you haven't seen JJ was play playing yet. and we you could no obviously idea. see who was better talent wise. Some people view that Noah Kim was obviously better talent-wise than Peyton Thorne last year. People really well, do those think people that. Are idiots. Not saying I'm one of them. Just saying it's out there. But to the public, Evan, to the public, his uh, first year he played JJ, he was Fumble Boy. That's what everyone called him, Fumble Boy. That's all we knew of him. And then he had his game against Hawaii, but it's like it's Hawaii, and then we didn't really get to see it mature until later in the season. So I think – we don't. We don't know. And you don't have time to wait. We if you want to compete for the Big Ten Champions, like we you said you were going to this year, you don't have time to wait around. And well, that's not. No, I know. So well, that's that's, not that's why I'm upset that Thorne's not the quarterback. I wouldn't say declare that as fact either. But, but yeah, sure. Well, yeah, no. Unless like if Noah Kim or Kaden Hauser is like a top five quarterback in all of college football, then maybe you can. But like. I also think if Peyton Thorne played, you're not contained for the Big Ten. Yeah, I, I think you have a better chance competing for the Big Ten with Thorne as your the other two. But at the end, well, I think Grant's point but is you like don't the, have a chance of I, doing it anyways. I think you're playing for I think you're playing for fourth place with Thorne. I think that's what you're going into the season playing for. I think Penn State's going to be great with Drew Allen. I mean, I'll take my chances with the James Franklin-led team. So you Fair. think Grant Noah Kim elevates us to third? I mean, plus you get Penn State, and Michigan. No, at I home. think your 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 floor just dropped. You could finish like below. You probably finish below. You Penn State at Michigan at home. Dog. You think we're worse than Maryland? Depending on your QB situation, if if these kids are not good, then you'll be you'll be awful. <laughs> That's Evan's point. There's no long term college football. You got four years with a quarterback, so there's no long term. It's you win now or I'm. Get out. Okay. Well, with Thorne, though, if Thorne played, and let's say you went eight and four, okay, you flip the page, he's gone. And then now you're having Kate and Hauser be like a junior, but he's never even played in college football. So what if he's not good and then that's a lost season? I think throw one of them in. I mean, if you throw in them into the fire, fire this year, it's a lost season. And now you have to, now we're relying, now we know that we don't have any quarterback on the roster. Now we have to do something about it. Evan, you have no, to I find out at year, some point. You can't just forever I think this push year it off. Is a lost season, and you throw Caden Hauser into the fire, and then you well, the roster is going to be a lot worse. Year, year. trying to do something. 
Yes. Like the year after this coming one, or are you saying this year? Why? Windman, gone. Ruel, gone. Well, I guess, it's so hard to tell, though. It's two guys. Well, Brantley just transferred, so, so they're screwed. gone. Whatever. Our offensive, our two starting offensive. I will say, if this year is gone. like, but Evan, I will say you this. recruit, and that's why you if failed you're missing to a bowl game. If you miss another bowl game, recruiting is going to be bad because now it's not like a fluke. Agreed. That's the point, Evan. I can go back. You do to need to make a bowl like game. Peyton Thorne could probably get you to eight and four, and then you can like say last year was a fluke. Our program's trending up. I think you guys have a higher ceiling, lower floor with what happened. Hard to disagree. If you're in, but but Evan, the grass is always greener. Like false. Like I said, if Keon if Keon stayed, I also think you guys get some transfer. Oh, we got like Grand Valley State wide receiver. If Keon had stayed and just thrown left, (laughs) gonna be a dog. Alabama kid. She's not picking Michigan State. (laughs) I'm sneaky. Gonna be a bigger Michigan State football fan this year than Evan because I love Kim. Like I'm just gonna. Well, great good thing because you can have my season tickets. It's gonna be Alex's open spot on Alex's ticket package. No, I don't want to go to the game, so I'm not saying that. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's also disgusting that they did it, if that's true, the day after renewals. That's messed up. Well, Evan and I already renewed. Alex so. already renewed, and he has an extra ticket if anybody wants it. Evan, you can't say yes, and then Yes, I can. If somebody pays for it, I can back out. If somebody pays for my app, yes, somebody can work out. Yeah, I said so, agreed. Any listener, any listener that wants to send it to your buddy Alex, um, shoot us a DM. The last question I want to know from you, Evan, is like, what kind of a start to the season do we need beat to beat Washington at home and join the well, man, beat Washington at home? Go toe to toe with Michael Penix and beat Washington at so home. So three and, and I'll finally say yes. So beat a top ten team. Let's go in week three. At home. What does Kate and Hauser have to do? Same thing. Beat Washington Same at thing, home. Probably. No. Same standard. Go like what? So whoever plays quarterback yes. has to win that game. What if the defense gives up 60? In. Well, we didn't even get up 60 last year. And we were down 22 to nothing. Score 65. Yeah, score 65. Yeah, there you go. Score 65. All right. That could happen earlier than I was expecting. I'm in on that. All right. We'll I give mean, them you have the biggest cakewalk of like an FCS Richmond in week two, so like you gotta get some confidence. Win Washington at home. Go toe to toe with Michael Penix. No, Kim's gonna be so good, and Evan's gonna be a fuming. He's short, so Kim Sam Bryce Young short. Talent actually might be a little different. Else, I stood next to Noah Kim. Noah Kim helped me up in case. Elevator because I forgot to get my student. Yeah, ID. but that's when he was a freshman. Okay, he might have gotten up. like he's six two. He is not six two. I can tell it could you be that. Kate and Hauser. He's no taller than Kate and Hauser. I think it can't be Kate and Hauser. That that's just a fact. <sighs> I'm excited. To, I'm excited to see how this plays out. I hope it's not too doomsday. I hope things work out. I feel good. Dude, I'm gonna make so much Ish. money off of selling my. Uh, you can't feel Peyton Thorne and Noah Kim are the no, same size. Not, Alex, I saw them in person. 6'2", They are not the same size. All right. <laughs> you guys are semantics debates tonight. Alex, I stood right next Cheers to him. To episode. I just think you just got to give it a chance, Evan. It's not fun living the I life you're living right now. Alex, you can't back out now. Alex, I'm a diehard Michigan <laughs> State fan. Well, yeah, because I paid Cheers. for it. Cheers. We're all Florida <laughs> Panther fans.
That was huge. We needed that. Good for them.